listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She say we don't talk like we used to. She say I'm too distant and the kisses feel different. I don't listen when she vent shit. I just call it bitching and I miss her only when I wanna hit. She said we don't touch like we used to. She said that she misses it and I don't need permission. Now she fishes the compliments just to get my attention and I only need it when I'm in the mood too. What you say? Only when I'm in the mood too. When I'm in the mood too. We used to mean it when we said it used to have a better reason, but we're losing it. I feel it and you do too. I feel it and you do too. I feel it and you do too. So there's our cue. Cause if we learn anything, it's that Like we used to She said the innocence We had it gotten tainted years ago Too jaded to admit it though We get faded to forget it So we're up Knowing it's still true She say I don't care Like I used to She used to play up in my hair Now it's all up in the air Shit I barely ever call her All I hear is how I'm fucking up So I don't even ask her How her day was Or what you say I don't ask her how her day was Or what you say I don't ask her how her day was We used to call each other Baby ain't it crazy We call each other now Maybe both of us then gave up. What you say? Maybe both of us then gave up. What you say? Both of us then gave up. I got my mind made up. You got your mind made up. Cause it takes too long. Make it right thing go. Make it thing go. Make it thing go. Make it thing go. I heard Tommy and he gave me a stack. Make it right thing go. Make it thing go. That's what they telling me. Aim at the celebrity. This is Studio Felony. Ferragami so many and cool enough for the 70s. Nigga, payback's a bitch and bitch, you li- been living in debt with me. Hey, welcome to the Black Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a thursday is this a thursday karen i just sometimes i feel like i'm working so hard i just i lose track of the days what is today Mm -hmm. today is thursday because if it was any other day we would not be doing this unless it was sunday morning at 10 a.m or sunday morning at 10 (laughs) a.m that's right we are very consistent um yeah you listen to the black out test podcast and it is a very special thursday man we got a couple guests in the house if you listen to our show you should have heard them before uh if not then that's your fuck up and uh you know i will not apologize for you fucking up man but that's your fault you know this is the blackout tips it's a comedy podcast we do three times a week where the message is nothing's wrong if it's funny so uh you know let's let's get right into it man the first voice you heard uh is a man that i follow on twitter and i find hilarious and constantly saying things yes sir that challenge the status quo and also things about eating ass. It's Nova Giovanni. What's up, man? Whoopie woo. Nova <laughs> Django Giovanni. 
What's up, y'all? What's up? Oh, <laughs> uh, nothing, man. It's good to catch up with you. It's been a while, man. Um, I got more questions about what you've been up to in a second, but let me introduce the second guest. Um, and this is a. Uh, oh, first of all, yeah, you can also hit, check out Nova at novagiovanni dot com. And uh, he has a book, an e-book that you guys should go download and check out. Learn a lot. It's uh, called The For Mystery. Free. Free. Vote, vote free. Yes. Your favorite price. And uh, it's, it's called The Miseducation of the Nigger with, with an A on the end. So you know it's cool and acceptable and not offensive, y'all. So go read it and then be shocked to be like, oh, this nigga was calling me a nigga the whole time. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, the other uh, the other voice that you heard, man, is a man that I, I think I would describe now as uh, shocking at this point because uh he went from uh one a person that i think i thought was a very reasonable individual ah, logical and then i started listen i started listening to the dream team podcast that he does with shiny and scarfinger and 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 now i realize that this man is uh one of the most diabolical uh evil people <laughs> on the planet uh just a sociopath what's up adjective jay I'm good. I've I've not been called a sociopath yet, so thank you. No, no problem, um, man. That's the first for me. I calls it like I sees it, man. I try to keep it <laughs> accurate and honest. Yeah. Um. What's up, everybody? I'm a sociopath. All right, man. Now I have questions for both of you, gentlemen. Let's get right into them. Uh, first of all, Nova, man, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Last show you did with us was when we did um <laughs> the 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 things that set black people back in 2011, um, which uh, I thought was very funny, man. Um, but we didn't really get to see what you've been up to, man. So, like, what have you been up to, man? It's been almost a year, dude. What's happened in the last year? Man, a lot has changed in the year, man. I've gotten married. I got a baby on the way, man. I'm just I'm just living. Now, are you going to raise this baby and, like, actually take care of this woman and, and be with her and respect her and shit, or what? Heck, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do the white thing, and I'm going <laughs> to take care of this baby, and I'm going to respect her. Now, is this a black woman? Or, I mean, because I've been hearing rumors out here that uh, black people are not supposed to do this, these kind of things. Man, well, I'm going against the status quo and against the grain, and yes, it's a black woman. Well, well actually, she's about, she's brown. <laughs> she's a brown hue, but, you know, for the sake of the race, we'll call, just call her black. Well, fight the power, brother. I mean, hey, it, I guess fight the good fight, man. I've been hearing that it's impossible, man. I mean, as a black woman hater myself, uh, ah! it's very difficult, you know, to make it work, man. Woman basher, you know, disabilities, you already starting off picking on Adjective J. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, God bless you, man. We've been making this strong for 10 years, dude. And if I could give you uh, any advice, uh, I would say run now. That's all I would say. Bro. Ah! <laughs> it's not too late. Never too late to get out. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, you got married, man. What was the, What made you decide to get married, man? Like, how long were y'all dating and shit before nah, you just, pulled the trigger? We were, we were dating for, for, for a while. Um, she was listening, so I don't want to get the exact time wrong, right. but we were dating for a little <laughs> while before we got married. Um, and uh, I just knew that she was the one. Her crazy matched my crazy, so we just got together. Now we're going to make a crazy baby. Mm. Well, women be wrong for that too, by the way. Where if you're like, oh, we was dating for seven years, like it was six, nigga. You, you, you can't remember anything. And you know what? Me, me and Roger is reverse. He gets it right, I get it wrong. Yeah. He be like, today our anniversary. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, it is. Happy anniversary, baby. Mwah, I think I gotta go to work. I think we should be able to say a period of time, like uh, and about, like uh, we've been dating seven to ten years. 
Like something like Round that. It. Yeah. Give it a range. Yeah, no yeah, one should be mad. Approximately. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're on our second contract. Like if we was in the NBA, we'd be on our second contract extension. Yeah, you I can know, agree with that. Looking like, at the like match. Yeah, about a second contract extension and I got a little bonus deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> define that shit by uh by players playing careers and shit. But um yeah, that, that that's cool, man. And um, like the the baby man, like you, you know the sex of it. When does it do? All this other stuff, man. Oh yeah, it's a boy. He's due February eighth. You know, he's just. I I can't wait till he gets here. Oh, that's I'm gonna awesome. I'm gonna teach him all. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna teach him everything that a young man should know that I didn't learn coming up, like how to finance money, um, how to. How to safely save nudes into your phone so nobody else could get to them. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad taught me a lot of that stuff too when I was real young, dude. Uh, he used to take like the, uh, the, he'd take the electric bill, put it in my name, teach me how to manage credit. Uh, you know, by, by the time I was 18, man, you know, I was able to get, uh, a line of credit rejected, uh, at the college campus when I showed up. You sure up. was. They was like, hey, um, you got too much credit. Right? You're like, too much credit. I'm like, yes, sir. They was like, uh, we don't know what you applied for, but we cannot extend you any student yeah. loans. They was like, this $300 card ain't going to do you no good. You need to take this <laughs> shit back. Yes. They, 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 uh, they turned around and looked at everybody like, um, you, you've been having credit longer than you've been alive, sir. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, man. My dad, uh, they actually just ran my dad's name because our name's so simple, similar. But, but yeah, man, that, that's good, though. You're going to teach them all the right things, man. Now, um. Is your lady ready to be a mom, or is, is it at that point where she's just like, I'm ready to get this baby out of me so we can get back to moving on? Nah, she's, she wants to cuddle the baby, you know what I'm saying? She wants to, I can't wait till he gets here so I can look at him face to face and cuddle him and all. I'm like, you can't cuddle the baby too much. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be soft. So, yeah, <laughs> as soon as he get out, I'm going to slap, slap him around a few times, you know, throw him in the bassinet. Break him in. That tough love, man. You can't have no punk, man. I understand, dude. People sleep on that, but uh, you know, it's definitely a difference uh between that love from your dad and your love from your mom. Yes, they're uh, totally different. Yeah, sometimes you might have to, you know, punch a little nigga in the stomach, man, and just make him tougher, man. It's not it's not abuse. That's if, how I'm gonna burp him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna throw him over my ah! back and pat him and <laughs> Let him cool. I'm, I'm punching him in the chest and he's gonna burst. It's tough. It's daddy love. This daddy love. It's tough daddy love. I, I like all these ideas that I, I have, but I, I know if I was, as soon as I saw a little baby that was half me, I'd, I'd immediately crumble and shit, be crying like a bitch and like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't touch him. Yeah. He needs to learn. All the way honest, I probably will. Yeah, right. <laughs> We crying in the damn, uh, we crying in the lobby telling everybody the baby born and shit. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening, y'all. I can't believe it. Um, but that's good though, man. You, you already picked out a name, man, cause, you know, Nova is a pretty, uh, pretty fly name, man. So what, what kind of name? Yeah. His, nah, but, but his name is gonna be Jabril. So Jabril. Okay. That's a nice little, that's a nice little name, you know, so when he get older, he meets chicks. You know, you know, chicks go off names. So mm. when a chick be telling her other friend, like, yeah, I met a nice guy. Yeah, Jabril. Like, that's a strong name. Like, okay. Yeah. Now, see, I like the idea because, you know, black people always got to do this with the names. I don't, I don't know what happens. It's like if you talk to them before they're having a baby, it's always like, I'm going to name my kid Jason so he can get a job. But then, like, the closer it, the closer it get to the birth, it's like, I'm going to name him Raheem Siobhan. That motherfucker going to be strong. Like, um, 
are you doing this so that uh you can make him tougher so that he'll know that he has to work really hard to get a job and uh all that stuff because <laughs> the resume gonna be against him at the top I, I i think the name is a nice little balance it's not too you know it's not too hood but it's not all the way corny either you know because a lot of black people like they just come up with anything like name they, I think a lot of black people name their kids after bacteria. Like, I don't even <laughs> heard of a girl named Propecia and, you know, all kinds of crazy Petri stuff. dish? Yeah, I get you. <laughs> um, now, what I like about uh, the name also, man, I had this theory. Uh, certain names, it's a risk now, but I, you seem like a risk taker now. I think certain names for black people mean you're either going to be a superstar athlete or go to prison. Like, it's the only choices. <laughs> Like it's not does sound like an athlete's name. I was just thinking that like dude's gonna play football as soon as he said it. Right. Like I can see that. Be like, oh, and Alabama's Jabril uh Giovanni had thirty seven points tonight. You're like, yeah, man, that's good, you know. But by, by the same token, it could be, you know, Alabama's Jabril Giovanni shot thirty seven people. I mean Exactly. It's, yeah, it like, goes either way. It, yeah, it goes either way. Like it's either like Jabril looking for you or like Jabril <laughs> Yo man, you know Jabril robbed them people, man. Them people that he ain't had to do them like yeah, that. Like, whatever you do, don't fuck with Jabril now. Yeah, but I like that's the either. risk. <laughs> It's either go long, Jabril's gonna be looking for you, or it's run, Jabril's looking for you. <laughs> right, right. Like if he look, he gonna be looking for you over the middle, or he gonna be looking for you. Either way, around the corner. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty bad. But um, nah, but I like that man. I, I think that's a, I think that's a cool name, and um, I look forward to him being in the NBA or prison, man. It's the only two choices, but I, I think you can make him go to the NBA, dude, if you stick around. Yeah, man. NBA, NBA. Um, masters of arts or whatever. See, I don't even know what them joints mean, but one of them, one of those, one of those acronyms. Oh, he gets one of those instead of FBI, CIA, most wanted. You know, none, none of that. Now, what about um your your post and all that stuff? Like, you know, uh, your comedy and, and all that. Like, what? It, how's that been going for you, man? In uh, you know, the past year, man. Uh, you been still writing a lot, still getting everything out there. Yeah, I've been focusing more on the writing, like um, just a lot of writing, um, you know, getting fe- trying to get featured more places. Well, I have been getting featured more places. Um, got, like, magazine interviews coming up, writing for mags, stuff like that. I've been focusing more on that. I'm going to get back into performing, but, I, you know, I want to shift it over to, like, spoken word, you know, because everybody's doing comedy now. That's, like, the new, the new rapper. Mm. But um, I'm a... I'm just trying to get in where I fit. And whatever I feel like doing at the time, that's just what I'm going to do. You know, after I snort a few lines, there's no telling what I may, may become. Exactly. It's like Scarface, <laughs> like the end of Scarface. <laughs> hey, man, so, like, what exactly. I like, uh, the stuff I like from you mostly is uh, I like your advice. Like, you're really good at giving, like, reasonable advice that people need on a daily basis that a lot of people are scared to give this type of advice to people. Yeah, I love his advice. Yeah, like I, I see, you know, on the site right now, you got featured, uh, how to make, how to make her get an abortion. Like that's reasonable <laughs> advice that people don't want to talk about. That's, that's real stuff. Like you just, it's stuff that I wish somebody would have told me, you know, cause at first you asked her nicely then if she still wants to keep it, then you have to make her think that you're the kind of guy that she wouldn't want to deal with for 18 years. You want her to think that it's the worst prison sentence ever mm-hmm. to where she wants to get it. Like, I wish somebody would have told me that back in the day. Fortunately, I don't have any kids that I didn't want right. by the grace of God. But, 
you know you could have got trapped man advice. i've seen other situations is that i like number two keep it professional you know, don't let her think that, that now that she's pregnant with your child, you two became the best friends overnight. Keep professional. What are y'all, cube mates in the office? Ba- uh, basically, you know, <laughs> in the office of life of, for 18 years, possibly. <laughs> so, you know, you got to pass her a staple she cuss you out because she's, she's tired of your shit. You ain't been doing them FTP reports. I'm saying, like, if she wants to meet up for, you, with, for like, a date or something, I say you make her put it in a Google Calendar. and Oh, yeah, request it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, only formal emails, no more text messages and shit. Like, what you doing tonight? You're like, hey, mm-hmm. this should be an email and only between business hours. Keeping it professional. Exactly. I like exactly. it, man. Exactly. Um, I also saw you wrote five signs you should break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> so, so it's not because yes, he's doing both sexes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people will read that. Oh, he's a misogynist. Mm. He's trying to make people get abortion. He's, it's my body. You can't make me get. But then he said, look. I know the women need some advice too. Here's five signs that you should break up with your boyfriend. You know, he exactly because because some the man might be the boyfriend, but the woman a lot of times is just a convenience, and you gotta you gotta know when you're being used and abused. Yeah, I agree, man. So, I, I watch it, Love and Hip Hop too. Know when to break with yeah, exactly. Like if you if your boyfriend like Joe Budden and cry all the time, that's not your boyfriend. That's a lesbian relationship for real. So you need to go ahead and pick up with him and, and get a real man that's gonna go to work. You know, you too many. There's a lot of women out here dating these baby boys. Yes, they, they leave out the house. He, he's he's laying on the couch. They come back. He's laying on the couch. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man, do something with your life. Not to mention, like, he'll Stop be like, he'll try to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll drop you off at work. But really, he just going to drive you in your car to drop you off at your job like you could have done anyway. And then he's going to be out gallivanting in your ride all day with the AKA plates yeah, on the front. Using up all your gas, using up all your electric, using up all your battery in your car, playing loud music. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. kinds of crazy. He's going to take the, he gonna take the baby car seat out so it looks like, you know. You just know your anytime minutes. Oh, he already uh he in he in your car with the AKA plates on it and another chick in the side and shit like just just disrespectful <laughs> stuff, man. You see it all the time, dude. I used to see it, so um uh, you know every once in a while I see like uh somebody I work with get dropped off by some dude and I'll be like, man, I hope he ain't just going home to get on that Xbox, man. I hope he I on know. his way to work too. He better be. <laughs> exactly. Because you know what? When you're talking about reason to break up with your boyfriend, I know one thing. If I'm fucking you, we all need to have a job unless you got laid off. Everybody needs to be working. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you need to be pursuing. I know the economy is bad. So yes. if you don't have a job, you need to be pursuing some work. When when a woman go out to work, he shouldn't be in the house at all. He need to be locked out the house. She comes back home. You better go to the library, dog, and get the hunting. <laughs> Like best if she owns it. <laughs> like a latchkey kid and shit. You like, uh, all right, now I'm about to go. So exactly. get your stuff, get your book bag. You got to get out the house, uh, Jamal. Go ahead and walk around and come back and show some some application receipt or something, some kind of proof. You know, how unemployment. If you're on unemployment, to stay on unemployment in most states, you got to go around and actually apply to jobs, mm-hmm. and they got to sign that you apply to the jobs. It should be like that. Yeah. If he ain't got no job, then he need to be actively looking for one because there's a lot of these dudes, man. They just become like. Another child. So yep. You're taking care of him, and you're taking care of your kid, and it just ain't right, man. No, it's it just not. ain't right. And 
And it's bad for him, too, because if the woman is taking care of him and he's not adding anything to the household, what if he walk in the house and she's fucking another man? He go upstairs, she's fucking another man. Well, yeah. What is he going to do? All he can do is go downstairs and sleep on the couch because he finished. Mm-hmm. So, yep. She paying for everything <laughs> anyway, man. You know, I know it's so, and I don't want to, and I don't want to fuck a kid. I want to fuck a grown ass man. Right, exactly. No Penn State. Um, now, uh, also, uh, adjective J, man. I, I know you have a blog post and blog site and stuff. And um, on full yeah, time, on full no time, I'll say again, adjective J. Sorry, no, no recent ones though. But thank you for. Well, that out. well I, I like to call it a uh, part-time Negro, but it's it's full <laughs> it's full-time Negro dot blogspot. Negro is spelled K N E E G R O W because he's one of those sophisticated bougie like Negroes that feels that he's above the rest of us. So um, I, I noticed that your latest post is being mediocre is easy, being great is not. Dude, yeah, that's a true statement. What made you write that? What was the impetus for for this? Um. So I guess I was sitting around and uh, <clears throat> I was I was trying to finish up some what I like to call life projects. These things I was I've been working on for a long period of time, and actually got to a point where like I was at a I guess like a little bit of a crossroads, and I finished like essentially I finished writing the screenplay. I had been working on it for a while. I, I started writing screenplays before and then not finished them. I actually finished the full 155 page screenplay like from beginning to end. Wow, 155 like, pages? It's supposed to be 135, but I couldn't trim it down those 20 pages, so it, I, and I'm going to have to trim it down to 20 pages to for it to be the, the acceptable limit. But I just got to a, a crossroads where I was trying to figure out if I wanted to try to sell it and, you know, go through the, the nonsense of me having to, like, call people and send it over and over again. I try to make it myself. And so it, it, the easier path would just be to send it out to people and just let it go. And so that would be kind of mediocre. But, you know, the greatness part of that would be if, if I, you know, scrounge up the money and funded it myself. Um, now, whether or not I'm going to actually do that, because it is way easier to be mediocre. Remains <laughs> to be, it's way easier. Remains to be seen. But I, I kind of want to try to get it made myself. Like if, and basically what I'm doing is, and this is sad, I'm actually working the mediocre angle and the greatness angle. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to sell it. If someone buys it, then great, they can take it. But I am also attempting to try to get it made myself. And that's kind of what made me do it. Is I was. And I realized that, like, uh, in my life, I tend to take the easier road because it's just easier. And I think I gave the example of, like, um, like my ongoing workout craze that I, I'm, I'm constantly working out. Like, I, I'm just kind of – I'm a bit of a fitness fanatic. But I tend to, like, work out until I hit a plateau, and then I quit working out, and then I go back to working out again. And mm-hmm. I, I was just trying to – I guess I was just thinking about the fact that I really need to just kind of be better about pushing myself to go do more and go do new things. Okay. Yeah. But, well, um, do you mind if I ask what the screenplay is about? I mean, I don't want to give away your whole idea, but um. actually, I got a tagline for it, so that's cool. Uh, okay. The tagline is essentially um, a man. A man basically realizes. Ah, wait. Let me give you the professional tagline. A man realizes that there's more to life than just this. That's the tagline for it. Um, essentially, it's about a man who discovers that when he dies, he comes into different lives, and so he's basically trying to like get a hold or a grasp on what happens when he dies. Mm. And then it took you, uh, you were able to sum that up in 155 pages, the the key to the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was able to get that. Actually, I think I, I was able to cover it pretty well in 155 pages. And that's not just me bragging. I mean, like it, it was, um, it, it was probably one of the, one of the, the greatest nightmares of my life of just trying to get that written 
and because I started actually when I was still in school. And so like I'm I'm going to class. I was actually sitting in between classes, writing on the screenplay, editing, and like just going back and going over dialogue. And and anybody who's ever worked with me before on anything writing knows I'm just ridiculous about like I go over dialogue seven or eight times, and I go over lines seven to eight to ten times, and I'm still really not happy with it. But it's done, and I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, I, I feel comfortable with it. And I actually. I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable enough to just quit looking at it because if I go back, like if I, I could pull it up right now and start going back over it and I would start tweaking things and changing stuff. So I just had to get to a point where I was okay with it. Well, you know what's crazy about that, man, is I've always felt uh, that the Bible was too long, man. Like a lot of these religious ah! books, man. <laughs> it's a lot they, of books in the Bible. Yeah, they really are milking it, man. It's like you're supposed to find out the key to the afterlife. Next thing you know, you learn about parables of trees and like what happened to Burning these bushes. Yeah, like what happened to these niggas a long time ago and shit. It's like, I don't know that that really got anything to do with what I'm reading it. I just need to know what's supposed to happen after I die, man. And that was, you know, I think 155 pages sounds about right, man. You like if <laughs> if the screenplay doesn't work out, man, you should at least start pitching it as a new religion like Scientology. Except y'all can have much shorter services and uh, people can still go watch the game, play fantasy football, man. Yeah, I mean, it, you want to know what? It's crazy. Okay, oh, it's it's crazy you said that because. They have all these versions of the Bible, and I was actually thinking of creating my own NIV version, like a nigga international version. <laughs> like the King James speech, like it'd be some real stuff, but like God created light, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, all right, so now, you know what I mean, God just cut that shit on, and you know what I mean, he got shit popping in six days. He got shit popping in six days. He was tighter than a bitch. So on the seventh day, he chilled out a little, watched a little TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, something that's just a little more interesting to read. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I would like a yada yada version of the Bible. It was like, you know, God did this, and then yada yada yada, like. You know what? What he said sounds cool, because you know what? God, you just also saying that God, after he did all this, this, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a vacation in Hawaii, a vacation in Hawaii. I'm gonna go ahead and chill on the island for a few days. I mean, he's the only one there who else he got to share with. Well, I just, it's not that I want him to make a completely new shit that happens in the Bible. I just like, it's simplified down to like, uh, oh, okay. Genesis, uh, uh, uh he made a couple dudes. You know, he made a couple people and shit. Like, he made a dude, and that dude was, was lonely, so then he made a chick out of his rib. Don't ask me how. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Ah! Chick, the snake chick. came. Oh, ribs are magic. I've had yeah. ribs before. They are magic. Yeah. So. Yada, yada, yada. Ate an apple and shit. It was a talking snake. Yada, yada, yada. It like be more modernized. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of Noah having, like, an ark, like, he got a cruise ship. <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of dope shit um jesus turned water in the cristal or the in the rose like that some people can get excited for because a lot of that stuff really don't excite me mm. um judas <laughs> judas betrayed him over some silver like niggas don't even like silver right you know it's all gold everything now like a platinum chain or some gucci shoes <laughs> or something something yeah. that That'll be just more interesting. Yeah, it's all it's all gold, oh, everything oh, now. Oh, you could say, well, when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments, he posted them on Facebook. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, if you want to. And then you could have, you could really have it like uh, Trinidad Judas. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah! Like yeah. all, all silver, everything. Um, uh, and then just have him, like, then you have a whole video section where he betrayed Jesus and shit. No? Listen. This ain't for no savior niggas. You a real nigga? I fuck with you. I'm like, okay. Trinidad <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the last supper will be the last barbecue. 
<laughs> niggas. Would Jesus have a Jesus piece? Is that what you yeah, say? Jesus have his own Jesus piece. It's just a picture of him. You know what, man? He would. He would, uh, have, he would have a gold front. In my version, yes. Put that in your screenplay. Let's, yeah. let's get Jesus in Jesus G- piece. Jesus, Jesus would have Jesus piece. Rick yeah. Ross has a Rick Ross yeah. piece. <laughs> yeah, Jesus would have his hair relaxed. Name <laughs> <laughs> um, ran sandals. Yeah, I think I would. I would like a black version of the Bible, man. Like just put a bunch of I, pop culture references. I would in definitely it. like it. Yeah, make it relevant to my struggle today, man. I, I appreciate <laughs> that shit. I think you guys should uh collaborate on that, man. We can. That's a good idea, man. Um, now, Adjiv J, man, what about your personal life, man? You, uh, you, you said before we started recording on the show that you were like going to Korea for some reason, trying to learn kung fu, nigga, huh? Um, uh, yeah, actually, that's where I'm going. Um, <clears throat> for a year, study kung fu. Um, actually, no, I'm I'm going to Korea. Uh, I'm I don't know for how long. I'm I'm assuming like three, maybe four years. I haven't actually thought that through. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I leave in three weeks. Uh, I'm actually right now staring at boxes full of my clothes and then bags full of the clothes I'm not keeping. So also like I'm throwing a ton of stuff away, which I think I said before last time I talked to y'all. Like I just I was just throwing stuff away like crazy. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of stuff I got to throw away because I can't take it all. So well, just mail me the Xbox games, man. And we call it we call it. Evil. You know what? Believe it or not, my friends are pretty much vultures because like the TV, the Xbox, my phone, my car, like pretty much everything I own is has been spoken for with uh, price tags on it. Which I guess I'm kind of to blame for that because I pretty much said like to people I knew I sent out a text like if you want it like send me a price mm. and so like the xbox got sold for, like a hundred bucks tv got sold the phone sold i mean pretty much everything's just waiting to be like given and money exchanged for it damn yeah my friend you really giving everything away you know i took a uh i took a suicide prevention class right mm-hmm. and that's one of the symptoms i really will be in korea <laughs> i also like the idea that none of your friends care like nova giovanni figured that shit out in two minutes and now you've been hanging out with friends that's just been waiting for you to die they don't give a fuck no. they just want your shit <laughs> keep stuff out of it i don't see how how anyone's hurt by this right <laughs> like they coming by your house like three weeks right yeah that nigga that nigga gonna kill himself man i know ah. um he better so, have my shit in his wheel i think i think now jay man i think you fucked up a little bit though man and here's why here's what i would do if i was you um and maybe you still have enough time to do this man now, i don't know you might already be getting all the chicks down to alabama i don't know but uh if i was you i would change my rap to telling girls that uh i'm about to go to korea and compete in uh you know a, a life or death uh martial arts tournament and uh i don't man, know if i i don't know if i'm coming back yeah, you didn't glamorize it enough mm-hmm. yeah for the fate of the earth like i need i need right. to be storyline to mortal Kombat. Right. Women love that kind of stuff, man. You know, it's, it's like, hey, so uh, you want to hang out later? I don't know if there'll be a later for me. I'm going to Korea to fight <laughs> for in a life or death tournament uh, to avenge my master. And uh, that's why I go to the gym. So <laughs> I go to the gym so much. So I sold all my shit. Uh, you know, I'm just traveling nomad now and I only live for revenge. They love that, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, might, I might have to use that. 
Oh, you he gonna do that Ninja Warrior thing that show on GTV? No, that's not. No, don't say that, man. That's that's like American oh. Gladiator. I'm talking about Enter the Dragon style Bruce Lee martial yeah. arts. Oh, you talking about what the? Like you can't show this on TV because of the brutality. Yeah, obviously it's an underground illegal event hosted on the island. You know, in, ah. off the coast of North or Korea. Matter of fact, let's make it North Korea because that's one of the that's, uh, that's one of the enemies. That actually sounds like it would happen in North Korea. Right, and it's one of the enemies, so people automatically gonna be like, "Oh my God, you're gonna be in enemy territory," and you know, Third tell them in a one man league. <laughs> exactly, gotta go avenge the death of my uh, my master, and they also uh, let's throw a brother in there. They also killed my brother, and uh, you know, I yeah, let's throw a brother in there. Yeah, let's just throw him in there. You know, maybe they got your brother hostage. They killed your master. They took your brother, and now you gotta go get him. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you're gonna get, you're gonna avenge everybody. And, and you, you know, really, you just go over there and be like hanging out and shit. We don't know what you're gonna do when you get there, but, you know, it's a good story, man. So that, there you go. You're welcome. I appreciate it, man. I, I'll let you know how that works out for me. Yeah. Now, what are you really gonna be doing now, man? Are you just gonna be hanging out <laughs> and um, shit? I'm actually going to teach English as a second language. Uh, it, it really just kind of boiled down to where, uh, like, when I graduated, uh, from college, I was pretty much just, uh, kind of doing some freelance work and, and just writing. And to be truthful, you know, I was like, I want a, I want a corporate job with insurance because, you know, I'm getting older and I don't want to die from mm. stuff that I can't go to the doctor for. So it was either I buy my own insurance or I find somebody else who will pay for it. And as it turns out, um, you get 100% coverage in Korea. So I left because health insurance, that, that uh, Obamacare was not happening quick enough for me. So I had to leave the country, man. Now, have you thought much. about, uh, yeah. oh, go ahead, Nova. I really like the death tournament story a lot better. Yeah, yeah, it see? It is way better. Yeah, the death tournament story is just, I mean, it's clearly superior. I also feel like if you go over there, man, you got you need to be playing basketball every day. Taking full advantage of that shit, dog. You like, better. Go over there and dunk on them niggas oh, and shit. Yeah. Be talking. I think my game would decline if I did that. Like, I, my game would decline, actually. Because, I mean, I wouldn't, like, like okay, it'd almost be like going to an elementary school and just playing, like, a bunch of the kids in PE every day. I mean, after a while, I would think I would never have to jump to block shots. It would just be, it would just as be a decline. As long as you're winning, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun. What kind of, what kind of basketball do you like to play? I like, would, I prefer yeah, college. As long as you're winning, that sounds right. like fun. He like to go out there and lose and shit. He like, it was a, I, I like to play basketball to better myself as a pe- person. Oh. Not me. I like to, I'm like, I'm like the end of karate kid. I like winning, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the thing is that, you know, as J like to fuck with the cops and all that shit. So, yeah. you know, it's plenty of them over there to beat you down. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not messing with Korean cops. Yeah, Korean cops don't have no, the same rules, I don't think. Yeah, they can do what they want. Like, they literally can do what they want. I'm good. I yeah. will be leaving them alone. Agile J be trying to pull that Jay-Z and shit in America. That whole, you know, uh, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I'm young and I'm black and my hat real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. It's like, that yeah. might that might work in America. But in Korea, they just going to be like, okay, motherfucker, get out the car, nigga. Let's just go get this over with. They ain't going to ask you to get out. They're going to dive in yeah. at you. You're going to be in Locked Up Abroad. you be like, damn, that's, that's a tall-ass nigga in Locked Up Abroad. Hey, that's Andrew Yeah, we've seen that show before. Yeah, look at him dunking out on these people on this uh, prison basketball court, man. That's good for him. Good for him. <laughs> That'll be how I get my freedom. I'll play my way out. <laughs> I, I think somebody to a game of one-on-one for my freedom. <laughs> I think we just made a vet, a good movie too, man. We should. This would be a good screenplay. A nigga goes to Korea, gets locked up abroad, and the only way out is to play basketball uh, and, and win. And it's like, uh, I will watch this movie. 
Yeah, I would watch I that would shit. Too. That shit would be streaming on Netflix. It. Yeah, dog. And, and the subplot is he, he has to learn how to eat with chopsticks because that's hard as hell for a black <laughs> man to eat with chopsticks. I've never in my life seen a black man eat with chopsticks. <laughs> it's, uh, it's doubly hard in Korea because the chopsticks are metal and it just, like, you would think that would be easier, but they're, like, really slippery. It's difficult. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love chopsticks, man. I'm really good with eating with them. Not me. As, as long as what I'm eating is like sushi or some shit. Yeah. Like if it when it starts to be like big. right when they just give you like a bowl of rice and some chopsticks, I'll be looking at them like, what am I supposed to do with this though, dog? <laughs> 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 like really? We keeping it this authentic? Cause yeah. uh, I'm gonna need a fork or a spoon or some yeah, shit. Yeah, be looking at me. I eat this shit with my hands. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, Karen does embarrass me in front of these white people all the time. But like, I mean, in Karen's defense, like. You know, like she could always claim to be Indian where they actually do eat with their hands. So, well, the good news is, uh, we watched a documentary on sushi one time, mm-hmm. and uh, technically, uh, a lot of sushi is supposed to be eaten with your hand. So, it's you know, we're the ones doing it backwards, but it doesn't matter in the moment. Everybody just looking at you, judging you like these motherfuckers in here eating with their hands. Well, then judge me because when I use chopsticks, <laughs> them shit's breaking half. I'm like, I want to enjoy my roll, not have it on the floor. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, all right, man. So, uh, good luck with the Korean, uh, death tournament, um, <laughs> and, uh, in the prison basketball, uh, yeah, I may not be back. Yeah. Um, also, what happens if, uh, you go over there and it's just like, uh, hey, nigga, we don't like you. Uh, your English ain't as good as we thought it would be or whatever. What, what, <laughs> like, what oh, do you, what's the, like he Ebonics. right? He's going to be, the kids going to be coming out and cursing and shit. Like what, what, what happens if they decide, uh, fuck you, uh, we don't like you. Well, I guess I'm, I'm going to be coming back and jacking my friends for my stuff. That's <laughs> pretty much, I'm just going to come back and, and jack some people and get my stuff back. I mean, also equally good movie. I would enjoy watching Right. <laughs> Right. Also, <laughs> like the end into the movie. Also, a good movie idea. Nigga, just chilling in the rain on your porch, showing up in the middle of the night, like with my Xbox. <laughs> Nigga, I bought this months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Did you? Do you have a receipt? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Let me introduce this show. Oh, man. before you oh, go, go on, ahead, Karen. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I know I just love to interrupt you. Since, no, it's since fine. I'm a woman, you this know what, what I'm saying? Happens. Yeah, you know. You know why? Well, this is why I hate y'all black women. But go ahead. <laughs> One thing I got to say when Noah was talking about uh uh, uh it's Nova, not Noah. He, he, Noah is the character in the Bible that he was going to write about that was going to have a cruise line. I'm sorry, <laughs> Nova. Please mm-hmm. forgive me, sir. Um, I said I was thinking about when you were talking about how the rappers are like comedians. So is there a comedian? that represents Lil Wayne is their comedian that you know that represent these type of people that are just so bad and so terrible that you're like well damn if everybody out here with this I know I'm the king I mean because you're really really good at what you do sir and everybody can't do it yeah you're right um none really come to mind they're just a lot of them are just terrible man it's just like it's basically just like the rapping thing like People say that they rappers. Like everybody's a rapper. Either if, if you're a man these days, you're a rapper. If you're a woman, you're a rapper or a comedian. If you're a man, if you're a woman and you a makeup artist or a model or mm-hmm. you, you sell skincare products, you know what I'm saying? That's basically oh, what everybody God. does. So it's like let's let somebody do something different for once. Yeah, I, I, that's why I got into and podcasting. Exactly. Now everybody trying to get into this, man. I might go back into rapping. There's like it's just so many people trying to hop yeah, on. He really did used to rap, had a mixtape and everything. Yeah, I bust a little freestyle for y'all real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> 
walking down the street all the time. Now, what if I rap like uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a drug on that side. I might go back and rap it myself. <laughs> um, all right. Don't push me, cause I'm right. close to the edge. <laughs> oh, that's that, that one standard <laughs> rap that everybody used to do back in the 80s at, well, my name is Rod, I'm here to say that, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, I was speaking of comedians, man. What are y- what are y'all thoughts? I- I've never asked. I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show before. What are y'all thoughts on uh, Kevin Hart, man? Like, what do y'all think about him? I-, I really don't know where I stand on Kevin Hart as a comedian. Some of the people I know and respect, man, they love Kevin Hart, yes, man. Do. But I-, I don't know that I-, I think he's that great, man. What what do y'all think? I think he's 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 kind of funny. He's appealing. He's like the new age Bill Cosby. I kind of think so. Like that's that's his his approach to it. Um, he's he's white people friendly, so he's he's all right with me. I'm yeah. not sure if he's all that funny, but he's his total overall package is all right. His comedian, I, I like him. I like him. He's, he's a hard right. worker. He's living in Philly now, so so I'm not gonna uh, say anything too bad about him since this is his. Yeah, he man, fuck around and find out. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, when you're trying to make a living off the shit, it's different. Like, it's like, hey, so what do you think about Steve Harvey? Man, let me tell you about this coon. Wait a minute. Are we live? Is this going out? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's a hardworking brother. I, I respect his faith. Uh, just, uh, you know, he's trying to help everybody. He has an awesome mustache. Let me know when we go to commercial. I'll tell you what I really think. But, uh, up until then, uh, this is one of my favorite comedians. Uh, Jay, what was you going to say, man? I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think Nova nailed it. Like, a lot of times people don't understand, like, there's different types of, of personas for comedians. And the persona that Kevin Hart has is the storyteller, where he really is just kind of telling stories. It's not like a lot of punchlines. It's not like a lot of setup. It's just he's telling stories that either you find funny or you don't really relate to. And I think mm-hmm. that's why, like, sometimes I know I've met people who are like, well, I just don't find Kevin Hart that funny. It's more like you don't relate to the story he's telling. And mm-hmm. that's like a lot of the stuff that Bill Cosby did. I really don't find being a parent funny because I've never been a parent. I've never had a kid. Right. So a lot of Bill Cosby's stories, I'm not really relating to. I mean, I can see the humor in them. I get, like, why I would laugh at that. But, you know, by the same token with Kevin Hart, I never had a marriage fail on me. So his jokes about like his wife and about his kids just don't really resonate that much with me. Cause I don't have kids, but I see the humor in them. And I, I'm not saying he's not funny. Right. I just think it's a specific type of persona that like th- that persona is, is I think is, is probably one of the, the hardest to do because it's not a very, like with, with normally like, with just telling like one liners, it is, it's really simple. It's set up punchline, set up punchline. And then, you know, with, with that, you just, you do that to build a bit and then you do that to build a set. But like, he's literally just going on stage and telling stories. And I respect him for that because it's not easy to find to, or to tell stories that have enough truth in them to where like it kind of rings and resonates, but also yeah. has enough funny parts in it where people actually laugh at it. And I, I think he does it pretty well. I mean, he's not the best who's ever done it. Yeah, well, he's not the worst. I like that. Uh, the thing I like about him is I think he's a hard worker. Very hard. That's and what I really respect. People about forget him. that he like has been around for a minute. Yes, he has. I've seen terrible ass movies with him on Netflix. It didn't go nowhere. <laughs> he's been working for and, years, and he y'all. Had to work his way to those terrible movies. Like, right. He had to I, I was talking about terrible Yeah, I was more talking about just stand up. I remember watching him back in the day and being like, uh, you know, this 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 dude is. Uh, you know, he's grinding, man. And he still looks kind of young, uh, considering how long I've known of him. 
and uh you know it's good to see somebody put in that grind but uh yeah he's not one of my favorite comedians man here's the other question i was gonna ask about comedy um what comedian do you guys think uses the n-word the best i I put this on my twitter the other day i was just thinking about it i was listening to uh i want to say i was listening to some comedian i was listening to some comedian i was like oh yeah you know his use of the n-word i appreciate it's kind of refreshing but um I was thinking who did it the best. And That's a okay, hard I'm question. I've never heard N word and refreshing at the same time. It is. It's my favorite word. I, I'll use ah. it for everything. And, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, like, I think people don't use it enough. Like, I don't need, like, when people, I know what it was. I was listening to someone review Django Unchained. Um, that's my new hobby, my new pastime, listening to how people feel about that. And I remember being like, uh, they were like, it said nigga 109 times. I was like, oh, but it was so good. I loved every nigga in the movie. Everyone was special and dear to me and brought a smile to my face and warmed the cackles of my heart. And, uh, I was, I, so I put out there who used it the best and I got a bunch of answers. Uh, my top answer was, uh, Paul Mooney. I think. Yeah dudes like his niggas are so like he's thought about each and every one of them yes he has most intelligently yeah most yes like he has a respect for the word that i think you can only get from being like uh, a nigga in Hollywood back in like the sixties and shit when yes, it wasn't, sir. when it wasn't all good. <laughs> like, it's a oh, certain yeah. amount of gravitas that the N word carries with him, but he also uses it casually and cleverly in his comedy, man. I really like it, man. So I go around the room. I start with you, Karen. Who's your favorite comedian? Like, who do you think uses nigga the best of the comedians that you know of? That, that's so hard for me. And, and I, and I would actually, Say, uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, yeah, he was good too. For me personally, uh, because it was just like the way he told the stories, the way he said it, the way he delivered it, it was one of those things where it, it, it like brought joy to your heart and it made you laugh at the same time because the way it was presented to you was like wow you know what it, i guess because i'm younger so I, I um i had to go back and listen to like a lot of his stuff one day we was going to uh what was it charleston yeah and roger played a lot of his old stuff which i had never heard before so to me it was like brand spanking new so i was like wow i've never really heard it like this and the thing is when we were talking about um, um comedy i think a lot of comedians don't go back and study people just in general but mm-hmm. they definitely don't go back and study the greats which would kind of help people along the way as far as like as you just say delivering punchlines setting up jokes how the audience responds and all that stuff yeah that's nothing like a live audience please don't get me wrong but it's you know it was like nobody else he was so unique that they will never be another person like him okay so that's your favorite for uh or who you thought used the best what about you uh nova uh I think I'm going to go with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. strong contender. He was in my I, I top was, three, I too. I was thinking real hard, yes. Dave Chappelle, not, not just his stand-up, but when he had the show, I like the way he used the word nigga, and he did, like, I remember he had the KKK show, and the, <laughs> yes. he was a black man in the KKK, and he was blind. <laughs> like, he was, he was definitely one of the best to me. That's yeah, a, I agree, man. It was a family, Another- name. Was a family name, the niggas. Yeah, the nigga family. Mm-hmm. That was a good skit. Like, yeah, he was real good, man. And also just thoughtful. I think being thoughtful with the use of the word adds like a extra layer of comedy rather than just kind of spewing it about. Uh, what about you, Adjiv Jay? I got a roll with Paul Mooney. Um, 
everything I've seen of him, and I've seen like a couple of different stand-up specials. I, I wish I had had a chance to like hear some stuff he did. And, and, and actually, um, shout out to uh, well, I forgot the name, the name of whoever it was on on Twitter who pointed this out that a lot of what Richard Pryor did in his early days was written by Paul Mooney. Yeah. Uh, he was. He's uh, written for he a lot wrote, of comedians. He co-wrote. Yeah, he co-wrote for a lot of uh, comedians. And I think Paul Mooney is is just really intelligent on how he uses nigger. But I think the best way to, to, uh, to take him is, is if you look at like his stand-up specials or just look at his, any of his stand-up by himself when it, it's not like someone speaking through him, he hits you in the stomach with nigger. Like, I mean, yes. I mean, it's, it's so harsh. I mean, he hits you in the face with it, and it's 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 really intelligently done. But it, it makes you think. But uh, you know, you laugh at it. But then later, like I guess after you watch it, you kind of think like, but wait a minute. There's you know, it, it's yeah. it's just thought provoking. And it's I saw a special. Fun. I saw a special, and this was a special, by the way. Mm-hmm. I saw a special he did where people walked out. Yes, these two <laughs> ladies got up and walked, and he joked the hell out of. He walked. He walked. He was a very aggressive comedian. It's. I mean, kudos to him, man. Like, Bernie Mac is the only person I can think of that has that same aggression where I think yeah. Bernie Mac would, like, actually shoot you if you walked out of his show. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know who I think really was, like, one of the best? Um, Robin Harris as well. Like, yes. Bernie Mac got a lot of his style from Robin Harris. Robin Harris was hilarious. Yeah. I remember one time a dude had, uh, like, like, he was a big, thugged out looking dude. He had his foot up on the stage, like, relaxed. And he went up to him. He said, uh, he said, you trying to be in show business? And the guy was like, huh? Nah, I ain't trying to be a show business. He said, well, get your foot the fuck off my stage. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. He was, was fearless. Like, he was fearless, dude. That uh, yeah. I, I used to listen to his stand-up all the time when I was in college, man. Like, I put that shit on repeat and, and just and just fuck with that all day, man. That was that was my shit, man. Um, also, uh, other nigga users that uh, got mentioned on Twitter, uh, Cat Williams got mentioned. Mm. Um, I, and I, You know what? His first... He's mad at Cat Williams. Say, you couldn't get into him? I, Cat Williams, I liked early Cat Williams before. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. His first early HBO Cat, stand-up. Yes. Yeah, the one Cat that was like... Before the crack? Yeah, before yeah. the crack. Oh, issues, before the crack. I, I, have never se- I have personally never seen that brother's, like, you know, light up a crack rock. So yeah. I won't say... Mm-hmm. I won't say he's on crack, but the issues that seem well, very crack-like. Right. Yeah, crack-like I've seen issues. a few crackheads in my day. <laughs> I'll say he's crackish. Right. Crackish. Yeah, he's very crackheaded. Yeah. <laughs> if someone was like, yo, I saw Cat smoking crack, I would not be surprised. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, every time I. His life is like Grand Theft Auto now. Every time I read an article about him, he's just doing some illegal <laughs> shit and getting away. Like, that's all exactly. I read about. It's like, yeah, he hit a nigga upside the head with a mic and then hopped in a limo and made it rain. I was like, yeah. Yeah, Cat Williams. <laughs> and ducked into that pants. Oh, he the target employee. I was like, what the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He smacked that Target employee. That shit was on camera, and like, and it really is like a, it's really like a video game because nothing happens to him. It's like he slapped the Target employee, hopped into uh, one of those carts, motorized carts, and drove off. Police chased him. Yeah. Ah! They they got him, put him in jail. And, hilarious. Yeah, like they put him in jail, and then he just comes out with full health, and uh, yeah. his guns are gone. He's, he's right. With Suge Knight, he ride around LA with Suge Knight like he can't get shot. Like you tougher than Tupac, nigga. Like who do you think you are? Amazing, dude. He's cool, man. That dude's like, I'm not gonna be limited by y'all expectations of blackness. I'm I'm living Cat Williams' life. So good luck, man. And when they took his kids, they took his kids. They asked him. Uh, they was like, they took your kids because they found guns. He said, How how do you expect us to protect kids without guns? Oh, like, hold on, wait a what? 
he is like he literally it's like him and lizzie lohan or something just switch souls like in some type of comic <laughs> some type of comic uh mishap or some shit like maybe they uh went to the same water fountain and drank at the same time and then like woke up in each other's in each other's bodies or something because he's been living that shit yolo for like the past few like, months yeah maybe him and paris hill maybe that's what happened to paris hill and that's why she don't get in trouble no more is she's really cat williams and cat williams is really paris hilton inside <laughs> Hey, this shit makes again, sense. Yet another movie I would watch. Like so far, you're just spitting gold on here. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just one Freaky Friday I would watch. Speaking of spitting gold, man, let's get into uh, the, the starting the show uh, as far as um, you know the intro because I'm sure people are like, "What am I listening to?" It's the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us at theblackouttips.com. And while you're there, vote in the polls, leave comments. Donate to the show, bunch of stuff, subscribe. All the contact information is at theblackoutist.com slash about section. Um, you can call the show throughout the week and leave us a voicemail or talk to us live when we do our feedback show on Saturday morning. The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And uh today's podcast is sponsored, double sponsored actually, by uh Shadow Dog Productions. Uh they want us to spon- they want us to promote our own audio plays. That's right. Yeah. Karen and I. In addition to being official North Carolina cr- movie critics. We big time, y'all, big time. Yeah. Critics of the film industry, if you will. I don't think they know what they gave us. We got power, we can vote and shit. Yeah. In addition to that, we are also World renowned, uh oh, critically acclaimed mm-hmm. voice actors. Uh-huh. Yes, right. we are. We we act, y'all. I think they said we get IMDb pages. Yeah, go to shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt.html. Uh, the link's already on the site, but yeah, go check us out. Listen to yeah. our audio plays. And we've done one of Jay's plays. Yeah, you can listen to Karen Cuss Me Out. Um, you can listen to... Uh, yes. Yeah, you can listen to also Karen Cuss Me Out again later on another version of that. Yep, uh, you can continue. listen to me playing what I believe to be a cock blocker and what how cock blockers would act. Ah! Yes. I use my cock blocker voice. <laughs> I was a real asshole. Like that dude never got any any pussy. No, he didn't. But he was stopping other people. Yeah, that's all I was doing was just popping up and fucking up your time. So yeah, go check us out, man. It's really funny stuff, and it's a good way to support the show. Yes. Speaking of supporting the show, we got another sponsor, but it's a lot sexier, a lot sexier sponsor. Uh, let me go to my sexy music so that uh, I have something to play when I read this. <laughs> hey. That's right. Oh, I know what to pick, people. Mm-hmm. This is also on the list of black women's absolute shit. So. I told you, man, we got to do that one day. All right. Let's do it. And no, this ain't bigger for y'all that's thinking this is bigger smiles. Fellas <laughs> and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hope you are in them sheets. You should be. Yeah. How you been? Fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie as soon as she pops that baby out and the doctor gives you the okay? Between them sheets. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist, people. Mm -hmm. You can really help out this show 
and yourself by going to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get 50% off of just about any item in the store yes you can you can surprise her between the sheets mm-hmm. and I'm not talking just a physical store like when you go up the street and you go to the, like your, no. the, the, the books and magazine store no I'm talking about this store is infinite yes it is so think of it whatever it is you Use can get 50% off of it Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those those Sibian things that you sit down on and ride. I've seen the videos. Oh, talking about lingerie, you know it's getting yeah. close to Valentine's Day. You know y'all like that sexy, sexy stuff. Right. So make sure you guys do that. Get fifty percent off of one item, and that's it, Karen. So you ready to move on with the show? That ain't it, sir. What? There is more. Oh, I didn't see this. Did you also know you can also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration? Yes. That's right. One for your wifey, girlfriend, and mistress. I'm talking full-length feature films, people. And I'm the kind that, you know, a lot of people have. You, you haven't got, you know, the young kids that, that, that grew up in the 90s. You know, maybe y'all are 20 or so now. But y'all don't know what it was like to have a DVD. All you know is streaming porn. I'm talking, you can hit the fast forward button on your DVD and it skips right to what you want. Yeah, no and, more guessing, people. And the fast forward button on your toy that you got 50% off of, too. Right. You just go, okay, uh, you know what I'm tired of? Tired of this blowjob. It's taking too long. I hit know the button. So. You get right to him eating her out. Then you go, uh, nobody likes the part where he eats out, men or women. And he skip that shit and get the <laughs> penetration. <laughs> You're welcome, people. And if you really... Really in a rush, right to the cum shot. Just a few clicks of your remote because you got a professional DVD of people having sex oh, yeah, with oh, special yes. effects and shit. Plus, a free extra gift that's so central I can't even tell you about. And to top it all off, free shipping on your entire order. We trying to hook you up. Exactly. So go to adamandeve.com today for this special offer. 50% off of just about any item in the store when you put in the code TBGWT. Get your pens and pencils out. Write it down. Put a note in your phone right now so you remember when you get home. You're probably sitting at work like, mm, I do have my eye on some stuff. TBGWT. Write it down now, adamandeve.com. Then you have three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping just in time for Black History Month. That's right. Celebrate black history Yay. by having a lot of sex. Yes, yeah, so you can have the a good time between them sheets. Right. That's the way that the white man celebrated it for 200 years. All right. <laughs> Before they had sheets. Lots and lots of black sex. Um. All right, man. Uh, I have... <laughs> All kinds of uh, different things I want to talk about, man, uh, for random thoughts. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, so I'll just uh, start with, uh, I don't know, first thing on the list. Um, I was watching Love & Hip Hop the other day, um, and it's not as good as Love & Hip Hop ATL, man. No, it's not. Like, I kind of feel like uh, how, this is like how heroin addicts must feel when they get methadone, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, it's like, it's a good way to wean yourself off of ratchetness, but it's not, it's not giving me that, that itch that I need scratched, man. Like, it's. I was kind of sad because I was like, ooh, love and hip hop. I was like, who is these niggas? Right. Wait a minute. We ain't in the country no more. We ain't down south. Right. Oh, cause, and I guess for me, it's almost, it's sophisticated ratchetness. I don't want sophistication with my ratchetness. It's not that sophisticated. It's just that up from up, they're from up north. So it feels different. You know, you yeah. got Joe Buttons walking around in like Mr. T vest. You got him walking around in Mr. T vest with that creator player beard and shit. Fashionable and. Right. 
And that's why jobs, they got real jobs. Like she's a waitress. Right. Yes, and and I think that's why I said sophisticated because it's it's almost like you went to like a more of a upscale ratchetness. You know what I'm saying? It's really, but I'm telling you, is okay. I'll let you have that, but no, it's not more sophisticated. It's just different. It is. It's not even sophisticated at all. This shit's simple as fuck. Like. It's almost boring. Like it's like I tried to watch this yeah. shit, man. And like uh, you know, a lot of people really respect Joe Buttons as a hip hop, you know, person. And uh, you know, the other people I don't really know them as well. Like Consequence, I never thought I'd care about his love life. Um, you know, uh, Rich Dollars or whatever. <laughs> the fuck. I right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was like, hey, okay, yeah, nigga, let's uh, let's go and move on to the next person. But I was thinking, man, do y'all think? When we were kids and we were listening to hip hop for the first time, this revolutionary music was moving you and stirring your spirit and making you feel things you had never really thought about or felt before. You know, that public enemy Chuck D's using this shit to, to motivate people to clean up their own neighborhoods. Uh, you got, uh, people like, uh, NWA telling us fuck the police and down with black people being oppressed, uh, you know, through classism and, 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 and all sorts of police brutality and stuff like that. You know, you, you got like, uh, people that are trying to motivate us and uplift us and inform the world what's going on in these streets to now where we're really watching rappers on TV arguing with their girlfriends. Like, I never thought it would get to this point but i'm glad it did right i love the ratchetness i love it now it doesn't it kind of make you like first of all you know no way cool in the gang and curtis blow saw this shit coming but of course not like when y'all like now this has made me think like if i could have an all-star love and hip-hop for over time i think i would love to go back and visit some of these relationships and some of these rappers' personal lives from back in the day before reality TV popped off, man. Like, wouldn't y'all have loved to just have a camera follow Easy E around Compton? No, not Compton. Nah, not really. Camera man might get shot. Nah, he, he got AIDS. Nah. Yeah, I know how AIDS happens already. Now, uh, for the record, uh, watching watching someone get AIDS does not give y'all AIDS. Just one, I know Magic Johnson ah! had, There's a lot of rumors coming out at the time. <laughs> But uh I want to see the hood rats that Easy was fucking with, dog. I would like yeah. they would be good TV, dude. I think um I would, it, would, I would, it would. And Snoop Dogg, I would love to see Snoop Dogg when he was younger. Yeah, yep. I'd like to see Biggie and Kim together. That would be oh oh that would be, be the fun. best reality show. Fred, man. Oh, I, you know who I want to see some slept on people like Cool G Rap. You know he had all kinds of um drama and issues with women. Uh, I I want to see Freddie Fox because that nigga like to fight. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like, even some one hit wonders, like folks like uh like like the entire uh crew, not from Cash Money, but from uh the other Southern crew that I cannot remember the name of now. No Limit, like the entire Oh, oh nigga. that'd have been epic. If No Limit had a reality show, nigga. Oh. I would watch that. <laughs> Can I would watch that. Even if they just show like just follow me at X around and she hops from buffet to buffet, it would be dope. <laughs> nigga, I just wanna see <laughs> Silk the Shark Shocker in the studio. <laughs> I will pay. I will pay an extra I cable he, bill. I bet money he doesn't wear the headphones in the studio. <laughs> right? Never oh no! Rap on beat. Mm-hmm. So like, he probably just walks in and rap. I need that mystery solved. How did this nigga get off beat every time, dude? They're like, you done? You? I'm, I'm done. They're like, you don't need no headphones. Nah, I don't need no headphones. Yeah. I got it memorized, dude. I want to see that. <laughs> they uh, make the beat. 
no beat. I don't need no beat. I'm gonna spit this acapella and I gotta go spend some more P's money. Bye. Like, I want to see that <laughs> shit. I want to see Master P trying out for the NBA. Everybody forgets about that shit. Oh, man. He got yeah, cut he from Bobcats. He did fairly well, from what I understand. Like, I mean, it was, he got cut. From what, from what he's saying, he got cut because it was a budget decision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. just couldn't yeah, afford another player. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That nigga sucks. Right. Yeah. Real we, life, I think he was missing layups. Jay, don't, don't we all know, first of all, we all know every nigga that did that thinks he didn't make it because of some bullshit. Like every that's every nigga. Like if I wouldn't have twisted my ankle during tryouts, I would have made it to the NBA. It's like, but wasn't the tryout for your public rec team and shit? It's like, yeah, man, but that was the break. You know, the coach the coach didn't like me, but that was the break I was gonna have. So like, Master P ain't no different, man. It's just yeah. I think that nigga was out there promising shit like, yo, we had no limit in the waters, dude. Like a little halftime show, y'all let me get on the team. <laughs> And then uh, all my woes. Oh, that'd be epic. Yeah, I uh, think just the fact that he would be promising no limit during the halftime show is what probably got him fired. Right? <laughs> no, no, none of that. Get the, out of here. The first time C Murder showed up and wanted some tickets on it, they was like, "Oh, fuck no." Uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah, I would watch that, man. I would love to see them do uh, like I a reality show. Trick Daddy and Trina, and like all them dudes from um, oh, from down in Miami. That would be kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah Puff Daddy and all them and all, that whole crew. So yeah. Trick Daddy, I think, would be boring to watch because, I mean, he pretty much, all he ever did was just, from what I know, is just drugs and rap. So, I mean, you would see him in the studio, then you see him, like, just sitting around, like, laying around high, and then he'd be back in the studio. It wouldn't really be that fun. Mm. But, I mean, he did hang around Trina. Well, so. Uncle Luke. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, man. I don't think we could watch that on record. I've had, well, I've, I've owned several of Luke's, uh, tapes from back in the day, man. Like, he used to drop these DVDs and VHS tapes of, like, him going to, like, Cancun and, like, throwing a concert and shit. And there's just a bunch of chicks in bikinis and then random sports, uh, players showing up and shit. Like, it'd be a chick, like, yeah. dead, like, shaking her ass to down bottom and then just, like, Vince Carter come out of nowhere. And dance beside her and walk off. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> ah. I remember I saw one when I was like, I was probably like 10 years old and I saw one. They look like normal chicks. So like at a family reunions, I never looked at my aunt the same. I'm like, damn, you just like shaking your ass. <laughs> that shit took off that allure, dude. Like that was like when you watch like a rap video, that's one thing. Cause you're like, oh, look at those chicks. Yeah. But when you just watching like Luke with a camera walking down the streets of Cancun, you're like, Yo, I think my aunt went to Cancun last week, man. What the fuck? This was yeah. like just dancing with Ray Lewis. Is that this the kind of freak shit going on? So, yeah, I think they used to call uh, that's, Luke. That's, that's really one of my biggest fears, though. One of my biggest fears is like watching the porn, mm. like a homegrown, homemade porn, and like I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm beating my meat to it, and I don't see the chick face, and then I finally see the chick face, and it's like my aunt or or worse than that like my mom or something oh and man I'm, like, Damn, I'm already hard you know what I'm like, right like one of my biggest fears because then you gotta bite the bullet man you got a decision to make right there like either you you stop or you gotta you keep going or you gone. <laughs> i don't know man i hope i'm never faced with that choice man i don't want to see that darkest part of my inner being dude because i feel like i would keep going <laughs> Feel like I just be like, oh, I came to my, I came to my mom. I'm an evil piece of shit. Like maybe that's how they found David Carradine and shit. Like he, they was like he died from autoerotic asphyxiation, but maybe he really just saw his mom in an old porno and hung himself. Cause, ah! cause I could, I couldn't stop myself. Couldn't stop it. Um. Yeah. How about Doo Brown? You know, Doo Brown was really popular. 
Mm-hmm. I would I would like to see a reality show on him, oh, especially t- with well, that had that song. <laughs> Doodle Brown's not a person; it's another oh. song. The name <laughs> of the, the name of the group was Two Hype Brothers and a Dog. And uh, no, I don't want to see that niggas' what? lives. <laughs> yeah, y'all never Two Hype Brothers and a Dog. Yeah, y'all never heard of uh. I just I y'all just, never heard Doodle Brown. I man? just call it Doodle I've Brown. I heard the song. I was never aware of the name of the people. Who I did. didn't realize that was the name of the group either. I just call it Doodle Brown. Really. Wow, that's uh, that's crazy, man. And, and I'm glad I learned that because you know how they say you're supposed to learn something new every day. It's almost the end of the day, and I hadn't learned anything all day. <laughs> yeah, I, for, <laughs> for those that for those that don't know, I'll play some for y'all. Here's Doodoo Brown. Which way? <laughs> Stop! Everybody on the floor just pause. Somebody in the middle just move. Get on down to the groove. Doodoo Brown. Brown, <laughs> the brand new brother in town. Yeah, boy! Dope sound. Doodoo Brown. Smooth. A brother that's so. Alright, so there you go. Uh, that's what Karen. <laughs> Shit was awful. <laughs> Karen wants oh, to see that line. Terrible, lives. but when I was a kid, I loved the fuck out of it. Karen wants to thing. see. Yeah. Karen <laughs> wants to see a day in the life Be- of two hype brothers and a dog. Because I mean, especially at the height of that song, because you know, a lot of people love this, especially down south. Really, I can't be the only one to play the shit out of that song, sir. Uh, no, Karen, no, I, I, Karen yeah, is completely. Song, I know it. I remember it. It Karen, got played a lot. Thank Karen, you. Karen, a, lot. a lot of women shake the chick their ass to that song. That's not the debate that we're having here. Karen, you are completely <laughs> fucking up my whole reality. I don't want yeah, to see these I niggas lives. Now. Right. <laughs> Karen's like, oh, I like this song. Make them a reality. What's interesting about two hype brothers and a dog? It's going to be two niggas damn name by smoking. Itself. It's going to be two niggas smoking weed with a dog in the basement of their mama's like uh, condo. Yeah, have jobs at McDonald's right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> Why would I want to watch them drop fries? Two hype brothers making fries like right now. Not Fuck right that. now. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Talk- even back dog in the height of that yeah, day. Dog. Oh, I don't want to see that, man. Maybe that. I would like to see uh, Arrested Development, the dudes who did like Tennessee. And, oh, that's a good like one. You know why I want to see Arrested Development? F- because if you've ever seen an Arrested Development video, oh, there's 17 motherfuckers in the group. Take me to another one place. Rapper. Yeah, there's, yes. there's 17 people in the group that don't do shit at all. It's just like jail. a, it's like an old man that, that like just hangs out and smiles in the camera. Reunion. Yeah, it's a big black lady that only does spoken word and shit. Like, I want to know how the fuck that came together and what do they do off camera? Like, I feel like it's like a homeless right? commune yeah. or some shit. Or like, like, who was like, you know what? I want to rap. Let me go get 16 other people right. to be in the group with me and, and take them some of this money from me. But I'm going to be doing all I, the rapping. I feel like Mr. Wendell, the poor man they rapped about is in the group. Too. It's not I like she was. Yeah. Hell yeah. But anyway, man, uh, <laughs> another random thought that I had. Um, didn't know that was gonna take one that long, but. <laughs> um, but did, uh, speaking of that reality show shit, though, uh, when I was watching Love and Hip Hop, um, you know that these people are irrelevant and like you've never heard of them because they show them and then they have to introduce themselves. <laughs> like if you oh, saw yeah. like Puff Daddy on making the band, there was never a scene where Puff Daddy stopped and introduced himself like it was just be like mm. oh puff daddy's here puff daddy's here oh no everybody you know he's about to make a cut but this shit is really like they'll show a nigga on camera for two minutes and everyone in the world is going who who is what who the hell is that right yeah, what is that- this nigga doing and then all of a sudden it's like boom 
Yo, I'm Consequence, man. I work with, you know, people such as Kanye West, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Jesus, and Judas. I just want y'all to know, man, ah! I, I've been all around the world, man. And I'm trying to say, you got to make it till you break it. Let's go. you like, really? Like, really? And, and my, man, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not the only one. And like I said, because I don't listen to his music, I've heard of Joe Budden. Right. But I've never seen Joe Budden. Yeah. So this is the first time. I, I asked Roger, who is that man? I, yeah, I well, that's not that that's Joe not Budden. your fault, man. Like, he doesn't look like a rapper. He kind of looks like a No, cre- he doesn't. He looks like a creator player on, like, NBA Street or some shit. <laughs> like, it's not really it's his fault. player. <laughs> right, right. It's not his fault, man. Like, he, he's not that kind of rapper that's trying to, like, uh, yeah. necessarily be like a Jay-Z he, and shit. He's more Twitter famous, I Right. Think. And anything. I mean, and that's not me dissing him because I'm not. I'm not saying like dude is not a uh, like decent on the mic. It's just he's not really known for his mic skills. Like the only thing we really know about is all the drama that unfolds yeah. that he has on Twitter, which is just pure Booty entertainment. Space. Don't get me wrong. I love. And, I mean, he dates. Phone. He dates booty models. Um, he got everybody talking about him. He always stay in like Twitter he gets drama. Emotional a lot. He get really emotional. Very. And um, <laughs> he's like to me, he's the perfect rapper for a reality show. Cause really? I need the reality show to be the biggest thing that he has going, cause it makes the show better. You know, it's like if if you're bigger yeah. than the show, you might just get the fuck up and leave. But I I need yeah. Joe to be like, well, I gotta go do my show today, and that, it make well, yeah, it better. If you had like Kanye West and Jay Z, I mean, you would have like half an episode, cause eventually it'd be like, all right, we don't really need this. Right. I'm about to go make some real money. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, my name is Rodimus Prime, man. You might have heard of me, dog. I work with Bo Monty Jones, Elon James White, my cousin Anthony Marr, play for the Hawks. And you know what I'm saying? All I'm doing is doing podcasting, keeping it real. Follow me on Twitter, at Rodimus Prime, man. All we're going to do is keep it real and take it to the house. Uh, so rotating background. Right, right. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that shit uh, when I go out like play ball and shit. Just stop in the middle of the game. Yo, what's up, man? This is Rod. <laughs> you might... <laughs> You might know me from the Harris Y, the Dow YMCA, or Park Road Park, man. All I'm trying to do is take a nigga to the hole, break his ankles, pick up his girl on the way home. Let's go. Um. So speaking of picking up people's girls, dog, uh, did y'all hear that uh, Kobe and Vanessa getting back together? I did. Like, which yeah, time? I heard that. I've heard them getting back together like three times now. Are they officially getting back together for real? Supposedly, man, they they stopping the the, the whole uh, bullshitting. Okay, they, so they were they were divorcing for irreconcilable differences, but mm-hmm. they're reconciling now. Sees <laughs> <laughs> that right? They had reconcilable differences. They just didn't know. They, okay, they just found out they were reconciling. Yeah, re- right. yeah and that's money. Money make you reconcile a lot. That's true. That's true. That's really, what I'm thinking it is. Kobe didn't want to lose it, and she done. I, I guess he was able to talk her into letting him keep it. And then on the low, man, and nobody's talking about this because uh, you know the next story we're going to talk about, but. Tiger Woods is trying to get back with Elon Nordegren, man. Why? Isn't that what I'm, I'm feeling like this nigga was like, yo, my golf game's so fucked up. I just need my white woman back, man. I remember she was my lucky charm. Like, I don't even think it's about like, he's so focused on golf. I don't even think it's about love. Or, uh, he just like, yo, man, I, I just got to get back on track. And, and man. the thing about Tiger, I don't know why. I mean, now you can fuck all the bitches and you don't want them no more. What's wrong with you, it's, sir? Right. It's, it's that grass is greener thing. A lot of dudes do this. Yeah. Like, I think every dude knows at least one cat that was like, you know, he had a girl and he was married and he was fucking everything moving. And he's just like, damn, nigga, you trying to fuck 
everything. He's like, yeah, nigga, I'm out here getting these bitches, nigga. You need to be like me. Stop acting like a bitch going home at night and, and, and all that shit. I'm being like, responsible and shit. Yeah, I'm like, nah, man, you don't fuck around and lose your girl, man. You, you, you being sloppy as shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm living this life. And then next thing you know, like, Couple months later, it's like, yeah, she left me, man. But I don't give a fuck. I'm about to get on these bitches. And then two months after that, it's like, man, I'm trying to just. Hopefully, she let me move back in, man. You know what I mean? I ain't seen the kids in a while, and uh, uh, it's, it's you know, it's lonely in that apartment, man. It's uh, you trying to stay a little longer, man? I'm like, I'm gonna go home. Yeah, I got to go, dog. Yeah, I gotta go home to my wife, man. Nah, man, just stay and watch the uh, the late game with me too, man. You know what I'm saying? Sports center coming on after this. Like niggas, four in the morning. Hey, man, just uh, one more game of uh, Monopoly. So I, I feel like that's what that's what happened to Ty. Man, like oh, his kids didn't like his grilled cheese sandwiches he made. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. His article. homemade macaroni and cheese at the box. <laughs> right, I feel like that's like daddy. No, I feel like he the second that he really didn't have a leash, it was like yo, all the five pieces you want because Tiger didn't like fucking with dimes. He was. Mm. Keeping them about five and six. He was like, the ones and two cents? I'm on that. Yeah. Mm, like give me no quarters. That shit was like a bad hand of spades. Like, uh, that page. Yeah. <laughs> he, was not tra- he was not trying to go 21. <laughs> I looked in his defense, though, I think Tiger was just going for a quick and easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, it's almost like, like yes, I could make a pizza from scratch, or I could take $5 and go down here to Little Caesars and get one right now. I I'll, think he was going for right now. I like that you think that's a defense, but okay. He was going for hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> he was going for hot and ready. <laughs> in his defense, ready now in his defense he could have done better he just ain't shit oh okay all right <laughs> i understand uh, but um yeah but so he's like i want to get back with her and and i was like you know maybe just want to be with his kids or something but she won 110 million dollars in that divorce settlement right yeah she said she will consider his proposal to get back only if he includes a 350 million dollar anti-cheating clause into his wedding Wow. Yeah, she's like, fuck that. She was like, if dude, I like the fact that that means some groupie somewhere is like, if I fuck this dude, I will have the most expensive side piece pussy ever. (laughs) (laughs) I will have destroyed a small African nation's budget just for my vagina. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. She's worse than Zimbabwe. Zach, it's only going to get worse. There's no way this is going to get better, dude. Like, at it, it, this point, like, once oh. you put that number out there, it's every chick that was thinking, like, you know what? I don't even really want to fuck with Tiger Woods. It's going to be like, yo, I could fuck his whole life up for $350 million. I'll be the most famous vagina since, uh, since Monica Lewinsky's mouth. Yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Anyway, man, I'm just Don't saying. do it, Tiger. Yeah, just don't. go on and fuck your bitches. You can fuck them right now with no strings <laughs> well, I, attached. I'll say this. If he is truly in love with his wife, and maybe he's starting to realize that, and he really, if he really no. is in love with her, then maybe. I, but I, I, I don't think he love with his wife. He need to get back with the $5 foot-long bitches and keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and get the winning, nigga. Get the winning. I don't think. much worse connotation <laughs> Before. I don't think uh, robots are capable of love, so I'm with Karen on this one. Just continue to yeah, play golf. Yeah, don't, don't do it because you're going to pay her. That's why she I she agree. already said it because she know you're going to fuck yeah. up and she's going to get that money. So don't mm-hmm. waste she your time, son. She will have Tiger Woods money if he cheats. 
I think also as part of the settlement, she should be like, and I should be able to wear the green jacket and golf at yeah. the Masters whenever I want yeah, to. You know, everybody be like, I'm Tiger Woods. She's like, yeah, I'm Tiger Woods with his money. Right. I should be able to sub in for you at any golf tournament on any swing I want. <laughs> Like <laughs> you can't do shit about it. Like you know, seriously though, that did happen. That would be great television. Where he's like yeah. down in the playoff hole. Now that's reality TV. Win, and then she subbed in for him. That'd be just beautiful. I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, another thing too, man. Um. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Barack Obama, a person I support, man. I you know, if it's between him and, and pure evil. Uh, I'm, I gotta go with him. I mean, that's pretty, that's how I felt the choice was. It was, motherfuckers was trying to pull that, like, black people always trying to just follow behind some black people and vote. I was like, so you gonna vote for, for Mitt Romney? It's like, uh, well, I guess, uh, I give it's between him and the nigga that wants me to be a slave again. I guess I go, go with this nigga. But, um, this is the first time, man, that he's really done something where I have to, like, speak out against, man. I don't know if you guys, her, but in the wake of the Newton, uh, uh, killing, the massacre, uh, really, of these children, you know, he's been talking about gun control and stuff, man. There's been a big debate about it. Uh, the NRA has come out and tried to deflect blame and be like, oh, it's violent video games and movies making these people kill each other. I my nerves with that. With the guns that we support that they should have. But, um, so. Yeah. He's, he, he kind of, you know, I'm not going to say he caved, but he compromised and he said, uh, which is what he does, you know, it's expected, but he compromised and was like, look, man, we need to get some new laws on the books, look about these guns and consider some things about gun control. And I also will, uh, give you guys, uh, $2.6 million, uh, for, uh, firearms research. Um, you know, yeah, and, that was, that was priceless, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, research for what what are we for, researching guns to, for to look into violent video game studies also uh to see if video games that are violent make people kill each other and shit well, and, and, this goes back to the whole if, these, world, if they take away call of duty i'm really gonna be killing some motherfuckers right that really does stem, stem back though to the whole argument of well guns don't kill people people kill people but if people don't have assault rifles, they I mean, they're still going to kill people, but it's going to be a much better chance that you're not going to have people going on massacres. Right. Like, I've never heard anyone hammer and attack, like, a crowd of 30 people and kill a crowd of 30 people. So yeah. I, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I understand that to an extent he had to compromise. And when I read this, I was actually like, okay, I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. I'm per- I personally am for, like, a complete gun ban. I would, I would be completely comfortable with just gunning all guns, or excuse me, banning all guns entirely. But... You know, we did elect him because he was a reasonable person, and everyone who elected him liked the fact that he was reasonable as compared to to the alternative of not being right. reasonable. So when he's reasonable, what we wish he weren't, you know, weren't reasonable, and we kind of have to just take it, you know. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I understand the reasoning behind what you're saying, man. Um, but yeah. I, I don't think I agree. Uh, no, I, was you about to say something, Nova? Karen, you can go right after this. Yeah, I I think the the gun ban isn't really. It's not helping everybody. The gun ban is protecting white America at the end of the day. Because if you're banning guns, you're making it hard to get legal guns. But in the hood, ain't nobody got no legal gun anyway. And people getting shot, killed, stuff like that. This is protecting white America. 20 people died. And since then, there probably hasn't been any murders in the town. I can guarantee within the last 
since then, at least 20 people have died in Philadelphia or Chicago or New York or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's in everyone's best interest. Yeah. Uh, Karen, what were we going to say? And my, and my thing about uh, banning all guns is not going to make a difference. People are still going to die. And a lot of, like, New York has tightened up their laws and all that stuff. And I was listening to uh, AM12, and they were saying that, like, a large percentage of the guns that shoot people are from out of state. So they say, it's okay, New York, you tighten up your laws, but you have borders around you where people ship these guns in from other states that are not as tight as you. So my thing is, like, unless you're going to pass something across the board, and I'm not saying ban it because people do have a right to have a gun and to own a gun i don't have a problem with that problem i have is when i go well people need background text you go fuck that nigga i'm like well right. you got something to kill somebody like a car you know you can't dr- well you're not supposed to drive without insurance if you do it's against the law you know it's, mm-hmm. it's certain standards that you should have and they're like well we don't want no standards at all don't put them in the men of the hill people i mean i mean men of the um um ill handicapped people or the men of the ill or people that have been put in institute don't put it in their hands right but yet don't do background checks well how are we supposed to identify these people if you don't allow us to do these things well here's how i feel about it man um I think if he's coming after my games, he's going to have to tear them from my cold, dead, lifeless hands. Oh, no. A lot, a, you a keep lot. your filthy nigger hands off of my games. Now, I'm tired of this shit. You push us to the limit to where I got to defend my own self and my fellow gamers. And we're not going to take it anymore, Obama. Now, do you think that it's all right to keep pushing and pushing the American people and taking our freedoms, and now you're trying to take my games? Fuck that, man. I'm starting my own association. I know they had an NRA, but I'm starting one. It's National Intelligent Gamers Gaming Association, and we are going to fight the White House. We will fight to the last man. Me and my fellow members of NIGGA are not playing this shit now do not make us do it because we will okay now i'm sorry i I lose my cool sometimes i don't want to hurt anybody but it doesn't matter how many fictional people i kill they don't exist i can kill fictional fucking people when are we gonna get to this in this country when we're gonna get across to these soft liberals that killing fictional people is okay that's all i'm saying (laughs) What, what we what, 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 before killing fictional people? Is that it's my right? I'm okay, with, yeah. I have the right. It's, people exactly. It's in the Second Amendment uh, or something. It's in one of them amendments. One of them amendments. What, what were you saying? No, like, first, fifth, something like that. What was that? I'm gonna say. What were you going? What were you saying? Something like I heard your voice before before Roderick. You know, uh, pro, uh, brought the air by attention. Standing. People need to know, Karen. The people need to know you are not alone. Join NIGGA and you too can be part of the revolution. We're going to keep our games. Not until the last man. We will fight until the last man. You have to step over our dead bodies to get to our call of duties. I'm calling y'all to duty. Damn right. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that. Um. I will, I don't make me have to connect with some of y'all. Cause I will, it'll be more than Xbox Connect. The way that I'm planning on connecting with some of y'all, man. I will pick up these Cheeto crusted fingers. I will get up. Ah! Wipe that, wipe that greasy piece off your hands. Yeah. I will take my headphones off from Turtle Beach and I will get serious. We'll go to Washington and we will fight. Don't do it. And you mess, you mess with nerds. 
they they will learn, and some of them probably are professional hackers. So they will be sure that, that you will have a lot of discomfort, President. You know how many friends I have on my friends list on Xbox? A lot. Almost a hundred. <laughs> and each person on there got almost a hundred. Don't make us organize. We will leave our chairs for the first time. And we will fucking do things. They won't cost you to move around, will it? Yeah, we will get up and physically move around. And once we do that, you do not want to do it, okay? Once we, this is better than just going to get a pizza so we can get back to gaming, okay? I will take my Mountain Dew gaming fuel and go up to Washington and kick some ass. You stay off my goddamn games, Obama. Keep your black ass away from my games. I don't know why this, but I just picked Obama standing on the White House. With a series of nuts and barrels, when you get there, it's just challenging to come up there. If you get up to the top, then you get to have your game. But if not, you you pretty much lost out. That's what I imagine. I imagine a giant game of Donkey Kong happening. Well, it's just the same as the NRA, man. You know, we have sold like since Obama took office, we have sold more bullets and guns. Yes. In the, if than ever, and since he took office, we also sold more video games than ever. I'm telling him this is the wrong demographic to push. We will push back. Anyway, man, I'm sorry about that, guys. I, I get emotional when you talk about taking my games, man. Um, let's get into some of these articles, man. I, I, I apologize. Just lost my cool. Um, Karen brought up $5 foot loans, man. Um, this isn't even a long story, man. I'll just post it in the chat, but, um, <laughs> there's a new thing going around where, uh, on social media where people take pictures. Mm-hmm. of uh of $5 foot longs and then they t- put it next to a ruler and the shit ain't 15 and the shit ain't no 12 inches. I believe that. <laughs> I I really believe that. <laughs> so now we know how Jerry lost that weight, man. So Are you paying probably paying for 10, 10 and a half? Yeah. So uh that people not getting uh the full $5 foot long, uh they getting like 11 inches. <laughs> foot long and uh now now you guys know why you can eat those and lose weight faster than burgers because you're getting cheated um speaking of getting cheated y'all heard about um manta teo's uh dead girlfriend that don't never (laughs) possibly exist yeah uh i've been laughing at this story for the past 24 hours uh constantly broke last night yeah uh let me just go ahead and break it down for people that don't know manta teo uh is a Notre Dame linebacker who is one of the people one of those he's one of those players where um if you follow college sports especially they do this thing where they they turn you into like a almost like a deity man like you, they gotta have a background story you can't just be a good player you gotta be like the best human being ever and shit it's like and he feeds homeless dogs on this weekend uh, between practices, hitting people and trying to take away their ability to have higher story. brain functions. Um, so, so yeah, they they always had to do that thing where you care about the dude. And his yeah, his story, jerker. That's what they that's what they be doing. We talked about that, right? His story uh, was that his grandmother died on on September 11th. Uh, I think it was 2012 or some shit like that, and um. And, and if that's not sad enough, um, his girlfriend died like six hours later on the same day. And there was during his last season at Notre Dame and he's trying to become the, the, the best, you know, player ever. And, you know, he was playing through the heartache 
and going out and winning these games and he got to a national championship and then he got his monkey ass whooped by alabama like i uh, predicted and wanted beat this not saturday and uh everybody but everybody still kind of you know felt really sad for the guy well um you know people start looking into the details you know they heard about the death of his grandmother then they found out hey his girlfriend Lene kakua uh 22 years old um died in a serious car accident uh she after she then she got oh no she got in a serious car accident then she got diagnosed with leukemia and he said he would phone her hospital room and talk to her and stay on the line as he as when he slept through the night i want to know who's paying for those minutes i know it's so because that nigga was in indiana and she was in california so the university that's a lot of minutes a lot of anytime minutes it's, I don't know what kind of rollover he was working with, uh, but uh, he, I don't know. Maybe they was uh, both on, they both had that wireless, the wireless. I don't know. He had something. But, um, yeah, he would, like, listen to her sleeping shit. And uh, after after he heard the news of the two deaths, uh, he went out and led the, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to an upset of Michigan State, racking up 12 tackles. And everybody's talking about how heartbreaking it was and, Letters that she wrote during her illness and all of them said for him to keep playing, you know, not to give up, not to come see her in the hospital, not to even come to her funeral, which is at, yeah, which is at 7 a.m. and ended at 9 a.m. And he was no longer able to go. So definitely the earliest funeral I've ever heard of. You guys. Who has a 7 a.m.? Who has a sunrise funeral? That is an early funeral. Uh, ladies get in free before 10 so you wanna take care of the spe- early bird <laughs> special yeah right. what, what funeral service is up uh, most of our dates that i will start at 10 last time i checked 11 a.m that Everyone was one i could think of is always right around like 12 or one o'clock yeah sun. well he sent her some white flowers as she requested then he went out and played in the game um as he was also requested um they found social security administration records of his grandmother's death but they couldn't find any of the name marie kakua the day that day or any other day that she supposedly died um they found no obituaries no funeral announcements um they did a google image search on the picture that they kept showing to her even though he probably wouldn't show a picture to people in the lip media and uh apparently the picture popped up to be some other chick that is alive that don't know this nigga that's doing fine. Um and uh things started unraveling from there, man. Um people are thinking that he at best got catfished. Now Damn. For those of y'all that know what catfishing is. Y- y'all fellas know what catfish is? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna explain to some people. My For those that don't know, it's when you date someone online. Maybe you haven't met them or nothing, anything, and then they trick you into thinking they are someone else, and uh, you find out information later that uh, they're not who they say they were. Right? So he's saying he got catfished. They got tricked by somebody online. Only problem with this is uh, there's a few problems. One, he claims to have met this person in real life a few times. So either, you know, and this is before, you know, people start figuring out the story. So he's like, I met her on the field. She gave me a phone number one day when we was leaving the game. He oh, talks about. He said on ESPN interview, ain't it? Yeah. He also oh. talks about going out to meet her. 
like she would come fly to Hawaii or some shit and like he leave the house and go meet her. Her parents, his parents never met him, met her, you know, the, the chick. And, uh, so people are like, you know, what, what's really going on there? He also gave four different dates for her death and in like major publications. Wow. Yeah. He thinks yeah. nobody's going to check or verify anything that you're saying, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, who expects someone to be lying about their girlfriend dying? You know what I'm saying? Like, no one really expects you to, like, tell the, a story of this magnitude. So, I mean, I would never check it because, I mean, I wouldn't expect someone to tell me, oh, I have a girlfriend, but she died from cancer. You don't really expect them to be lying about it. And he, no one really did check. Like, none of the sports media bothered to check this story out. No one verified yeah, any sources. Tell the truth. Right. Everybody pretty much were like, it's like, it's almost like you said, the audacity of the lie was too big to check. Like, who's going, you know, somebody's like halfway in tears. Who, who you going to, who's going to say, Hey man, so what was our, um, social security number again? Let me check that. And, and to be fair too, I mean, we, we all want to believe this story. Like, it sounds so good. It's such a great story that you, even if you are like listening to him and you see these different dates, you just kind of cover it up a little bit, especially if you work in the media, because this is a story that's going to sell for you. This is a, a huge story about a guy, like a young man who has a girlfriend who dies, goes out and plays, and has a game of his life. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's pretty much the plot to Rudy, right? Right, right. And according to this, like, his grandmother died September 11th. We do know that. So I'm like, that's a date that nobody's going to forget, not if you're American. Ain't that the truth. So how do you get that confused when you tell the New York Post that it happened three days afterwards and then espn and cbs you tell them four days afterwards you don't remember when this love of your life died dude and it was supposedly around 9 11 and you still like fucking the date up like i like if i got a parking ticket ticket on 9 11 i'd remember that shit for the rest of my life because it's 9 11 yeah and i was like yeah man i remember 9 11 i stepped in some gum man 2007 man it was crazy it was sad ah. you know on top of everything else so so then, um, you know, that was, that was fucked up or whatever that, and people start rav- unraveling that, uh, this lady didn't, didn't exist. So he came out and said, uh, I got catfished. I found out like around the day of the championship bowl that they got their ass whooped in. Now, luckily for me, I hate Notre Dame and they got their ass whooped so bad that you can't really put it on him. Like if they were lost by three or some shit, it's like, well, maybe that fucked them up, but they lost like 50 and yeah, shit. It's like, nigga, y'all no suck. Right. Yeah, he wasn't the only person missing tackles that day. Right. Know. Did everybody fake girlfriend die? Nah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, so, so that was that thing, you know, and then, um, they, they start finding out, um, you like, he was leaking shit to the media. Like, uh, there's a picture that shows a Lene Kakua with quotes like, babe, if anything happens to me, you promise that you'll stay there and play and honor me through the way you play. <laughs> Like she's supposed to be dead, right? Right. She well, this is what she said before she died, and then you know okay. he, he told the media this is her what she said. You know, um, he, was, I, he was really trying to have his own little Disney movie in the future. Right. Right. Um, was that's he trying how to secure a draft pick? I don't know. I don't know. If he was trying to get. I think part of it could be you know if if we're gonna say he's lying because I mean I don't know if you guys think he's lying or not, but let's say he didn't get. You know, he's lying. All right, yeah. so all right. I got questions. I don't. I can't say he's lying. Like you know, I I I have never met. You know, I don't. But I have questions about a dude who has a girlfriend with cancer, never visited in the hospital. She dies, doesn't go to a funeral. 
said he went and met her, but then at the end it's like, oh no, I was I was fooled. Like if he went and met her several times, then right, like either you need to say, well, I was lying about that just to get out the house. Now he could have been he could have been pulling the um. Like, he could have been ashamed of meeting somebody online, but I feel like he's too young for that. Right. Like, I, I feel mean, like that's... Era for that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, if he was 35, talking about, no, nah, nigga, I meet all my bitches in person, I'd be like, okay, I can see why that dude lied. You know, he, he didn't grow up in the internet age. But, like, it, when, when motherfuckers are Skype dating at 16 and shit, I don't think they there's any are. shame in saying yeah. I met some chick on the internet and we haven't met face-to-face or whatever. I'm so confused about, like, his his pattern of like not going to the hospital and so this one you totally love not going to the funeral like it just seems to it it raises questions and suspicions in my mind yeah so yeah that's part of it man so um now like they it got in like they were saying like right uh i don't know how you pronounce his first name Ranaiha Ranaya Tuyasa Sopo uh was like supposedly like her family's spokesperson or some shit for his interactions with Lene. So it's like, maybe he's involved in catfishing and throwing his name out there and shit. Um, people, other players are talking about, they met her and shit, uh, in real life. And she does exist. And even though we still haven't found any record of her death and all this other shit. So, wow. right. And, um, a lot of people have all these theories going and nobody knows what's going on. A lot of people think he's trying to cover up that he's gay and he invented this girlfriend to be like, you know, to have a good excuse to not get on these hoes in Notre Dame. As get if, on these hoes, yeah, get on these Catholic hoes, nigga. Stop fucking around. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I got a girlfriend I'm trying to save myself for the You know, I'm a Mormon version from, you know, Hawaii or some shit. It's like, all right, man. That's that's a lot of eccentric shit going on there. I guess that's okay. I mean, isn't, that a, isn't that an excuse by in and of itself? Like, I would imagine, like he's Mormon. I think Mormons all don't believe in premarital sex. Yeah, so. well, technically, nobody religion does. I mean, <laughs> nobody's nobody's living by these rules and shit. I think, I think Donald Glover is supposedly like a, a Jehovah Witness. I'm just, niggas be fucking dog. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's what a lot of people think it might be. Um, personally, man, I feel like he's trying to catfish America. I feel like he's the one who made up the girlfriend and the people that are coming out corroborating the story. Cause like a fullback from Arizona came out last night, like after this news broke and Notre Dame had a press conference, which I will get to in a fucking second. But, um, they were like, you know, random, like Hawaiian niggas is just popping up. Like I met her. Uh, I can vouch for it. She's a real person and shit like that. One dude even kind of intimated that when her father died, he used to be there as a shoulder for her to, to lean on and support and bounce off of emotionally and probably physically. And I was like, you know, these dudes, someone needs to check the background of all these dudes. I feel like they are friends or more and they're creating a cover story for this cat, man. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're, yeah, doesn't it sound like getting your boys to lie for you? Pretty yeah, much. Exactly. I just pictured this nigga with like a glamour shot photo in the locker room. Like, ah! lying, like yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, she she's actually a supermodel um, up up in, uh, yeah, man, all the time. She's the greatest. And I can't wait to meet her and talk to her some more. You know, do, we're so good. Do you think he bought like a fake person that had her pretend like 
this person was di- her. I don't think he ever met this person in person. In, in, yeah, yeah, no. In person. But like, do you think he like paraded somebody around? No, I don't think okay. he even did that. I really, I literally think he oh, just made this shit up. I honestly. see what you're saying. Like, because even Got the whole her. story about she gave me her phone number at a football game when I was leaving, there's like with as much uh publicity is there in and, and media as there is are the things i feel like they would have that on camera they would literally mm-hmm. have him shaking some chick's hand or something getting that number yes yeah. especially don't you damn like all oh, their games on tv come on dog yeah man i feel like this dude got caught lying man and um you can go read this long ass story man i know he used to tweet at Lene k on twitter and say i miss you and shit and then as of like today, the, the Twitter account started tweeting back. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this shit was ghost tweeting this shit. Like, this is like, I'm going to have a full story at noon. I didn't even go check it. I was just like, nigga, I don't even want to know. That sounds like some old witchcraft shit, man. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, I, I think he tried to catfish the world, man, and he just got caught, man. That's all. Everybody's talking about it. It took over everything because college football does. And I feel like if he wouldn't have felt this kind of pressure to make some shit up, um, if, uh, you know, if, if, if we didn't treat athletes like this, ain't that true? Like if we didn't go, you can't win the Heisman without some type of sob story if you're not a quarterback. Uh, I feel like he wouldn't, he wouldn't have came up with this bullshit, man. And, um, the press conference they did, uh, I found highly ironic because, uh, I've heard of several scandals in Notre Dame. Uh, the most recent one I heard about is, uh, a girl who killed herself because she said she was sexually assaulted by some of the football players and then she was harassed by different people associated with the school and the program and like trying to silence her and then she ended up committing suicide. Damn. Another time uh to film to get some practice tape in like I don't know 40 mile per hour winds or some shit they sent a kid up into this tower that overlooks the practice facility. The winds of course uh were unsafe, knocked the tower to the ground, killed the kid. And um I don't remember no crying in no press conference, but goddamn last night they were crying at this press conference because a dude got catfished. Damn. Like really? People have died. They don't, they don't care nothing about that. Behind the shield of your university and you crying cause a nigga got catfished. I watch catfish every Monday. Only tears I have is from laughing. And that's the truth. Like I, it was just so hypocritical, man. And that my theory is him. It goes back to football runs everything. Yeah, I, but my right. We talked about this when we talked about rape culture a couple weeks ago. My theory is still, I believe that dude made the shit up, and all these people popping up. Like I met her one time, and uh, are just vouching for their boy. I bet you if they look into their backgrounds, all these dudes are friends or uh, from so the same shit. area or something. Like they got some yeah. kind of tie to each other. You know, it's not like Earl Jones from fucking Chicago popped up and was like, I fucked the bitch too. It's like, okay, all right. I, I believe Maybe that's so. true. But when it's like, uh, Tui Yasasopo and Troy Palomalu both agree, it's like, wait a minute, ain't y'all niggas from the same block? Like, I don't know. I feel like this shit fake. Um, anyway, man. Um, let's get into some, some other shit, man. I don't know if you guys have been following the gun debate, man, but, uh, maybe you've heard this, uh, this anti this this anti-gun legislation uh ad let me see if i can play it for you are the president's kids more important than yours 
then why is he skeptical about putting armed security in our schools when his kids are protected by armed guards at their school? Mr. Obama demands the wealthy pay their fair share of taxes, but he's just another elitist hypocrite when it comes to a fair share of security, protection for their kids, and gun-free zones for ours. So, guys. <laughs> Wait, now, just to be clear, who was that for? The NRA, <laughs> standandfight.com. That was for the NRA, right? Yeah. They're saying. That is terrifying. Uh, bombers I'm against. Actually, I feel scared to action. I'm, fear has motivated me now. Oh, so you was cool with the video game shit, but now that the white man did a video, <laughs> you gotta, you got, okay, I see you, Adrian J. I see. I'll go on the career then. Um, but yeah, man, I did want, um, I hate to say this to everybody listening. I'm sure your, your sugar dumplings are all precious snowflakes and all that. Sasha and Malia are more important than your kids. Yes, they are. And this is the problem that I have. I'm sorry. I'm going to say something right now about this bullshit right here. Presidents have had children in the past and their children have been protected. Their whole presidential family has always been protected for the and, rest of their lives too not yes. like for uh, uh just while they were in there yes and i have a problem with this we've never seen this bullshit before about nobody else's children this is why i have a problem with this and this is why i cannot support this i have an issue with this but then you turn around and when somebody talks about your races you say that they're not i've never heard this point and i'm very very upset this is some bullshit yes they're more important because you know what if somebody takes his kid you can basically jeopardize a whole country. I have an issue with this. You talk about him. You talk about his wife. I'm not saying you can't criticize his policies and procedures. I'm not saying you can't criticize what he does. I don't have an issue with that. But I do have an issue with that With when you bring his kids. What the fuck does his kids have to do with the policies and the rules and procedures that he makes and he's trying to pass? They don't got a goddamn thing to do with that. And they are more important than your child. Your child can go outside and play and not be mobbed and not be kidnapped and not be snatched up and somebody have them so also went for ransom because your children are not that important and now i have an issue with that i'm very upset about it that's some motherfucking bullshit oh okay i agree wow uh, uh, i will say this though i think uh what she said is correct so i will make one <laughs> one admi- amendment it's not that his children are more important it's that he is so like your kids are just as special as his kids but you're not you're not that special and since you don't have any power no one cares about your kids but he has power and people care about his kids. And so that's, that's he's why also, they have people with guns. He's also had the most death threats of any president in office. Yes. So, you know, it, it's like, yeah, his kids are more important than your kids. The, sorry. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I don't have doesn't no mean your kids, that. doesn't mean people want your kids to die, but guess what? There's no one writing letters to your fucking, uh, job like, I'm gonna kill you and your motherfucking kids, dog. I, I will be honest. We have to choose between just some random kids and the president's kids. I mean, the random kids go first. I'm just being honest. Yeah, exactly. I'm letting them, I'm letting them bite that bullet first and be like, I well, agree. president's kids, I mean, he's he got to make decisions. You don't need dead daughters. You, on the other hand, you don't have any decisions. Your biggest decision to make is whether or not I'm going to eat macaroni and cheese today. I don't think your kid dies to mess it up for you. All right. Unless it's your kid, everybody would pick letting the president's kids live, man. That's just how it rolls, man. It's fucked up. That's the world we live in. But if it's like, 
if someone just had a lineup and it was like, yo, two of these kids got to die and uh, we're going to have to deal with the repercussions, you're going to be like, well, what what do their parents do? And, 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 <laughs> like, well, one's the president and the leader of the free world. <laughs> president of the United States. Oh, and see, uh, clearly, dad and kids go first. It's just the way the world works. Yeah. And, and, and I guess also the problem that I have is that you don't have to deal with people internationally kidnapping your kids. When your child go outside on the swing set, he ain't got to worry about some little kid coming and playing with him, walking him off, and next thing you know, Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, somebody over across seas, across water got, got your child. Like, you don't have these same issues and these same problems. And my thing is that it's really, really easy for people to criticize people in the, in the position that the president is in when you personally never have to deal with life and death situations when it comes to running a country this large. Right. And I have an issue with that ain't nobody trying to take our motherfucking guns y'all go buy whatever the hell y'all want y'all can do what y'all want to with y'all guns and it makes me upset when everybody gets up in arms somebody they trying to take your guns because your second amendment rights nobody's gonna bust in your house kick down your doors and take your guns yeah it's your kids happen like you know no offense but you know your kids like a c student not a very good athlete, like probably got asthma or some shit and like peanut allergies no one's trying to take Little Timmy Jr. or whatever the fuck, man. Like, there's no secret service that needs to be protecting your school. You know, as I said it when the Sandy Hook shit happened, man, it's tragic and it's sad. But if you're going to live in America, it's just a real possibility that the shit could pop off anywhere because you can't police crazy. Like, if we just try start to try to, like, make stopping crazy the line for the law like that's how we're gonna regulate everything in america like you won't be able to like tie your fucking shoes because crazy has to be moderated or monitored at all times and we don't have the resources for that shit sometimes if you want to live in a land where you can get guns at the damn dollar store you're gonna just have to deal with the fact that crazy people go like get a gun and kill a bunch of people yeah and, and i think I- this is no, go, go ahead, sweetie. I'm I sorry. Say, I think this is directed more towards those who are of a much more liberal, I guess in this case, a much more conservative stance when it comes to gun control, or the stance of, like, let's just control and police all of them. I don't think that's aimed towards people who want, you know, just liberal, like, people to be liberally free with guns. I don't think that's aimed at them. I think that's aimed to more like someone like me or someone who thinks that legislation needs to be enacted. Right. And, and I think that that's, that's trying to sway people it's almost like it's, it's like they're going for divide and conquer. It's just not a very good attempt at it. I mean, it's it's a sound strategy. It's just a really poor execution. Yeah, I hear Popson in the chat saying that uh, Obama came out with a five hundred million dollar proposal yesterday for to ban assault weapons, and then uh, you're right, which is only taking us back to like uh, a few years ago when they were banned. And it's really like I, I really don't think you can solve for mass killings you're just not going to be able to because the kind of person that seems to want to do this shit don't give a fuck about their own life like it's not like these niggas got these plans to get away and get to cancun like they like i'm gonna kill a bunch of kids because it's gonna make the news then i'm gonna kill myself so fuck y'all it's like you can't stop anyone that motivated to do something no and and, and my thing is that I, I, like I said, I guess for me, the problem I have with it, you're bringing his children. What policies and rules and procedures has he has his children ever put in place? Ever? Right. Well, even in the the proposal that he had, he still was for security at schools and getting police officers at schools. But they literally acting like Secret Service supposed to be protecting like snot nosed Jimmy and shit. Like, 
Yo, yeah, like your son is the PP boy. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I don't want to waste my tax dollars protecting this little nigga, man. Like no. that, that you gonna have to teach him to stop dropping roll or some and, shit, man. And, and not only that, uh, I think Sasha and, and, and Malia wanted to go trick or treating. They they couldn't even go trick or treating. Right. Your children can walk up and down the street trick or treating, and ain't nobody gonna mess with you and or, or your child. But right. they had to cut their trip short because people wanted autographs, people wanted to come around them. And my thing is that because they're children, you they they need the extra protection. I just wish Americans weren't such pussies. Because at the end of the day, man, we become such pussies every time we get punched in the mouth, man. And I'm not saying that you know I don't have any sympathy for anybody, but real talk it's like those kids die and we have to overreact these are the same motherfuckers that just uh less than a year ago were saying look we need to cut police departments cut social services Break that cut up. you know we need to uh get these teachers out of school now they're like we need to arm teachers we need more teachers we need more security we need more police we don't know where the money's coming from we don't give a fuck it's like we just were cutting all these services uh, less than a year ago and, 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 and now it's like one thing happens everybody throws all their convictions out the windows and exactly. it's amazing dude like you just like either you're here and you're gonna have to live with the idea that shit can get fucked up real quick or you're gonna have to move man because it's the only shit it's the only options we have you're not going to be able to change this about craziness like no, people gonna stay no, crazy no you're not and, and and i think for me the issue that i have with it everybody wants to go up in arms and like you say throw money at and have these police my thing is that you don't want your taxes to go up that's the issue right every everybody's talking about we well, do this and do this and with all these theories and what we should and should not do but yet you constantly got governments cutting welfare cutting medicaid cutting medicare cutting social security, cutting teachers cu- cu- cutting cops cutting right. cutting fire departments slashing and slashing trying to balance their budgets do you really really think you have people that are protesting uh, uh something that, that that they made a law Steak saying fuck you we're not expanding your health care but yet you think that they really are going to put all these extra police officers that got to be paid they're not going to do this shit voluntarily or for free in these schools I, you know I you know what so. else it is too like there's parts of like detroit that don't even have police I like literally that. the state the city has had to be like okay yeah if you live over there that's like living over in mad max and shit so y'all niggas need to move like we not picking up garbage yeah. like good luck there's like yeah. cars in detroit right and I, here's what i think is is happening and when you look at this rhetoric this is white people thinking about white shit like nova brought up earlier Nobody thinking, we're thinking about the entirety of like society and cities and urban areas and places like, you know, like how the fuck you gonna protect kids in like Chicago and shit. Like we're thinking of that and they're just thinking of like Sunnybrook or, you know, Quell Hollow, like little, you know, oh, we're, yeah. our municipality of 50 people have six kids at the school and we need 17 armed guards to protect these kids in case someone shows up because they're my kids and they're much more important. And we it's like, yeah, but what about all these kids? Because yes, if you start yes. enacting this shit, uh, that's a lot more money than you think. And it's like, well, I just want my kid to be OK. And it's like, well, that's why the fuck we can't let you be in charge, because that's, right. that's a dumbass stance. And we you want to talk about big government. That's big government. Ain't that the truth? You can't have big and small at the same time. And I'm reading the uh, chat room and Close says that the 911 for Detroit could shut down at 9 p.m. Really? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, Detroit, wow. like, RoboCop, man. Like, them that's, niggas jump straight from the 90s. That's fantastic. 
So, who said I that? You kind of want to start a criminal empire in Detroit right now. Well, you could, man. Like, Detroit is the only Easily. city that jumped from 1995 to 2072. Like, it didn't even, like, there was no in between. It was like Eminem and then fucking Robocop. Like, that's the only thing he's like, it went from, that shit went from eight mile to Robocop, dog. Like, it's like, yeah, now we got yeah. criminals on cocaine running around shooting up the city with AKs. It's like, Damn, wasn't Eminem just wrapping up Eight Mile with freestyle battles with Future? It's like, yep. Yep. And 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 back to what you were saying before, it's amazing how, like you said, they want to implement this stuff. But I think that's a, I think t- listen to Mr. Span with the one show. He's talking about how the cops are like leaving the place like crazy because a lot of them say they can't afford to live there off the pay and, yeah. and things. All like they that. do is cut. They just cut costs until something fucked up happens and they throw all their conviction out the window. And it's just as not just as bad, but it's kind of the same thing with a lot of uh, people that. Are democrats and liberals they have all these convictions about mental health and then you know next thing you know motherfuckers on tv like look man um we got to do something about crazy people getting guns i mean we got to start profiling or something like god damn nigga wasn't you just <laughs> saying not to stereotype people with mental health and that they can do anything it's like no nah, fuck that man i'm scared now it's like we have no conviction the second we get like punched in the chest we ball up into little like fucking knobs and just freak the fuck out from the world man um all right let's move on to some stories guys of course here are the blackout tips we play a game called guess the race and that's where we read a story or play a clip and we ask our guest and some of the people in the chat room if we have time to guess the race of the parties involved now this first article is not a guess the race it's just some crazy shit that happened a 50 year old everett woman is accused of smothering her boyfriend by lying on his face. Oh, damn. Now, I'm not going to lie. Wow. I, I've said this before in my on the show, but this is the way I want to die. So, uh, Witnesses said the woman had her chest. Ah! What, Karen? I was just, I'm keeping it real. Witnesses said the woman had her chest on the victim's face. She smothered him with them titties, y'all. That's right. She got them nipples of death, don't she? There's a catfish from two weeks ago. Put those titties right in your face. You won't even be able to breathe. Um, <laughs> Deputy said they were uh, they were called to the airport in Trailer Park at 12.45 a.m. Saturday for a report of a disturbance where medics were performing CPR on a 51-year-old man. Damn, he's only 51. What a way to go out. Yeah. Out like sucking some titties. Medic uh, took the, the man to a Swedish hospital in Edmonds where he was pronounced dead. Police said that in addition to the victim, a man and three women were at the scene, all who were heavily intoxicated. One of the women, Donna Lange, lived in a mobile home with the victim. Mm-hmm. Witnesses said during the evening at the couple's mobile home, there were two incidents in which they heard the couple arguing. In one incident, they saw Lane throwing down her boyfriend in the back of the mobile home, and the victim was heard telling Lane to get off of him. Damn, couldn't even get them titties off of him. Man, it's like Dolly Parton ah. or something. <laughs> get these titties off of me. Too much, too much titties. Can't breathe. Right. Um, Deputy said the witnesses told Lane uh, was later found on top of the victim with her chest on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the titties Did she of, not move at any yeah, point i guess not she had titties like, of death she stay there like that's right nigga like what did she pass out i'm confused i like that he came into this world and went out in the same way you know 
like the same ah. the same instrument that gives us life when we're a child take it away when you're 51 years old in a trailer park um a deputy later photographed what appeared to be hair in the victim's hand that was the same color as lang's hair so he was like smothering and grabbing at her hair probably trying to get her off of him oh. and she put them titties even further in his face <laughs> oh lord yeah i'm surprised you want some more you want some no i'm surprised it's never happened at a strip club like the worst lap dance ever like get those titties out of my face i've got to see these titties i know man i'm mad there's no pillow titties uh lang appeared to have a recent injury to her face and the victim had appeared to have recent injuries to his hands and face deputies were told by one witness that the victim may have had a heart condition but when a deputy interviewed another witness witness she said that donna smothered him to death Ah, titties. I just want to. I want to see the court case when they her titties become exhibit A. Right. That's what I want to see. I present, that court case when they actually show whether or not her titties could smother a man to death. I'm waiting for that. Your Honor, let me present exhibit A, her left titty, and exhibit B right next to it. <laughs> um, put those titties out, Donna. Um, police documents also noted the size difference between Lang and the victim. The documents indicated the victim. Was five feet seven inches, about one hundred and seventy-five pounds. A small man, about the size of H two O care from the Sandy Check podcast. And Lang is a <laughs> five foot six inch woman, one hundred and ninety-two pounds. Ninety of those pounds, all titties. So I guess so. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. But yeah, man, I that's the way I want to die. So you got to go. I mean, with some titties. Titties all in my face. I wouldn't mind it. Like, you get to heaven and be like, oh, that was it. I want to go back, Lord. Um, all right. So uh, I, I guess you guys have heard about the show, All My Baby Mamas, about Shut It Low. Uh-uh, you didn't say it right. All My Baby Mamas. All My Baby Mamas. Right, right. Have y'all heard about it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And watch the pilot. Oh, I watched yes, the pilot, we too. Did too. We did about we 45 minutes. Show. Yeah, it took us like 45 minutes to get that 15-minute clip, man. We were laughing like shit. Well, apparently, Oxygen, uh, which uh, had a reality special that was supposed to follow Shorty Lowe, a rapper from Atlanta, and the complications that attend to his relationships with his mothers, uh, 10 of his children, 11 of them. Uh, it was scheduled to premiere this spring, but almost as soon as it was announced in December, motherfuckers got mad. And Oxygen oh, announced... Why? Yeah, Oxygen announced Tuesday... The show will be scuttled before it even airs. Shorty Lowe is reportedly fighting back with a petition of his own. I'm pretty sure he already has about 27 signatures just from his kids and his mothers. Of course. <laughs> he's like, kids and mom sign this. We already halfway there. Um, but yeah, he's urging the network to reverse course again and let baby mama see the light of day. Now, I got to know, where do you guys stand on this? Um, do y'all guys want to see this show come to fruition or no? I want to see it. What about you, Jay? I don't know why uh, why you wouldn't want to see that show. That sounds that sounds like it would just be entertaining. Right, right. I too don't exactly. believe. Like a lot of people had these. I don't. I, like I try to be easy on black people. You know, it's like how every black person got to write something about Django now. Like I, I try to be easy on black people because I know it's not a ton of representation in media for black people so we always on some like it's got to be everything everything all the time but yeah everything like, got to be positive about us yeah like i don't believe shit like this sets black people back like i've never not gone to work because shoulder low is on tv like 
It's never like I never got my check on Friday and was like, yo, boss, um, this shit missing a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, baby mama's premiere Tuesday, so I just <laughs> took took that portion out. You know, he's setting the black people back, you know, you need to put a petition in or something to get the rest of that check, okay? Um, so I don't I'm not bothered by this shit. I wish it came out, dog. Mm-hmm. I, I really hate that uh, I guess the color of change got together and did like a, a, a you know like some type of petition my thing is why is it this show all oh, the fucking yeah why did they draw the line that, that's sh- what i don't understand all the shows you have basketball wives you had a bad girls club like all these shows that come out right like, this is the one where you draw at the so, line at some point i need black people to understand we could be diverse too yeah that pretending to like to me there is a racial inferiority complex when you start being like we need to look a certain way for these white folks yes it's like really because i I don't know man i'm not gonna demand less at my job because this motherfucker it's not like you know i was gonna ask for a raise boss but uh you know i looked at tv the other day love and hip-hop had another season and uh Look, I just hope you don't fire me, man. I'll just take the pay cut, just uh, whatever it takes to keep my job. I understand I shouldn't even be in the building because those niggas can't act right. I'm like, fuck that, niggas. I'm, I still want my 3%. I know it's so. Um, so, yeah, man. The petition said uh, that Oxygen was trying to profit from the inaccurate, dehumanizing, and harmful perceptions of black families. Okay, but. Not so. I, maybe it's just me, but. Um, that's kind of racist in and of itself. It's almost yes. like saying, like, well, this is what black families are like. You're just showing it, trying to profit from it. They're profiting from one idiot who has 10 babies' mama. Right. It really doesn't make, it doesn't make me as a black man or any other black man or any other black family. It's almost like saying, like, this is what you think every black family's like. When I think it's, we're at a point now where we know that black families are not, like, one dude and 10 chicks and a bunch of children. This is why they're on TV. Exactly. Yes. And, and right. Like, if they were the norm, they wouldn't be on fucking TV. Like, that's like, the I'm truth. saying that, well, like, the Oxymom is making white people like they just baby crazy when no one thinks that. And it, clearly, it, it doesn't make that argument. It, it's it's kind of racist to say that it does. Yeah. I agree, guys. I agree. And, um, and, go ahead, Karen. And I guess the way I look at it, let, let's say instead of a black, I mean, Tim, it was like an all-white family. Will we still have the same outrage with the color change protested? Like right. may, maybe that's just the way I look at it. Like if y'all, in my thing, if you're gonna protest, protest all the shows. Those just don't, just don't pick. You like pick and choose which shows you're choosing to protest against. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, so yeah, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to see it, man. I wanted to see it very badly, and um, I think it'd be epic. If you're gonna petition about it, don't don't petition because it's racist. Petition because. Shorty Low Baby Mamas are ugly as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. You know what I do like about Shorty Low though? Uh, he doesn't have a discerning penis. Like it's not. He doesn't have a type. <laughs> like I like I always got. I never watched Hugh Hefner's show because all those chicks look the same. Yeah. It's like who wants to fuck like yeah. ten of the same model of chick? Like I like that Shorty Low is like. Let me get like this big ass like huge chick that looks like she's been training for the mma let me get this little skinny chick that you know never like she has never eaten a meal in her life you know let me get a chick with no teeth let me get a chick with too many teeth it's like he was collecting pokemon and shit and i appreciate that about him man good on yeah, him Charlie Lowe, Charlie Lowe was, uh, he was pretty much just planning for the future like this is gonna be a great reality show 
and he just started working his way to get the best contestants possible. Would they? You think they would have done this uh, petition if he would have had like two white baby mamas too? People would be like, "Well, he's setting them back too." So okay, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh no, I don't know. Speaking of rappers setting us back, I, you, I think he set them back. They already ahead. Who? The white, white people. Yeah. Now nah, white people, you know, they don't believe in getting set back. Like it's like <laughs> it's like how it's like how some people. Uh, you talk to people that are like. Uh, I almost got robbed, and you're like, "Well, how didn't you get robbed?" It's like, "Well, he asked me what time it was. He pulled out a gun. I just kept watching. You know, I just kept walking." You like, <laughs> "But you was getting robbed, dog." It's like I just kept walking, and he left me alone. It's like, "How does that, that happen?" That's white people, dog. They just be like, <laughs> they be like, "Yo, Jersey Shore's on. I'm just gonna keep walking and pretend Jersey Shore don't set me back. It doesn't bother me at all." So I'm being like them right now. <laughs> I see bad shit happen to black people. I'm like, "That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm keep it going." Um. Chief Keith got 60 day, days in jail despite begging for one more chance. Damn. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang. Uh, awesome. Keep him. Sounds like that's another thing he doesn't like. 60 days in jail. The rising uh, the rising <laughs> teen rap star was sentenced to 60 days in jail. List. Huh, Karen? I said they putting that on his list of things he don't like. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to 60 days in jail Thursday for violating his probation from a previous gun charge when he pointed a gun at Chicago cops. See, they didn't have no problem. No problem enforcing. So ask for another chance, like another chance to do, to do what? The point of the gun at the cops. Point of gun at another cop again. And, and you know, it's 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 ironic how we all big and bad until you put them handcuffs on you and show you nigga that you ain't as hard as you think you are. I actually like the idea that uh they have no problem enforcing these gun laws on Chief Keith. There's no no you ain't nobody to them. No need to pass any bills to get this nigga locked up. They're like, uh uh-uh, uh, we we know these laws. Uh, beg you. He said, uh, Chief Key was in court. He said, I beg you, please give me one more chance to show you I am a very good hearted person. I have not picked up any more cases. That's not my life anymore. Uh, the 17 year old rapper whose real name is Keith Cozart. He only 17? Yeah, he's only 17. I'm shocked. I thought he was older than that. Well, when you're black, 17 is like 30 if, it's, if you're in he's Chicago. Two, he's got two guns. Yeah, you're popping pills, drinking, smoking, yeah. snorting lines. Yeah, you're about 32. Yeah. A 17. About 48. Right. A 17 uh, in Chicago is like uh, 40 anywhere else if you black. Yeah. Um, so it's like, seriously, he's like halfway close to death, man. Like, he won't make it past 24 in Chicago. Um, that's right. Comedy can be sad sometimes. But the judge hit him. Yeah, <laughs> shit got real. Everybody was like, ha, oh, wait a minute. That's, that shit really happening. Uh, but the judge hit him with a two-month sentence nevertheless. That's right. He called him detrimental to the people of Illinois. Prosecutor said in court that Chief Keefe is a member of the faction of the Black Disciple Street Games. Um, also, I love when street games get names that they can't spell. It's like, you know, <laughs> niggas don't know how to spell disciple. Um, the faction is called Lamron, which is normal spelled backwards. Authorities say it's a reference to Normal Boulevard in Keith's old Inglewood neighborhood. Keith, wearing county issue blue sweats and white canvas shoes, then hugged and kissed his mother and grandmother before heading off to serve him. And my thing, is, my thing is that he was big and bad, threatening people. I'm gonna fuck you up, but now mm-hmm. you in tears, crying because your ass got locked up. Yep, Kanye can't save you now. No, should have been nice to Kanye. Maybe would have came and testified on your behalf, dog. Been a character witness. 
Now your ass in jail. It's just sad. Like, what's sad to me is, like, that's where this nigga was headed anyway. Yes, sir. Like, that's just how it is. He was born in Chicago and crime, like, crime infested neighborhood, joined gang. It's like, his life is just taking the par for the course, except he got a, a hit single. Yeah, out I of hip hop didn't change yeah. life at all. Right. Like, niggas in jail. Right. Like, niggas in jail jealous of him, right? That nigga at least got a single out of the deal. Like, he's still in jail with you, man. <laughs> yes, he's he fucked up, too. All right, let's get to some guests to race, man. Here we go with our first article. That's why people really showed up. Yeah, I know why all the racist people in the chat room really came today. It, it, it had nothing to do with, uh, with, with Chief Keith, uh, Matt Tateo, uh, none of that shit. The only thing they care about is, uh, saying racist shit about other people. So, let me play this article. <laughs> Returning now to our top story, police in Riverside arrest a man with a long history of offenses at a swim meet at a high this school. This is low, baby. I'll turn it up. In Riverside with more. Gainer. Hi, Jackie. Police say he had a plan to find a young boy to have sex with, and he claims he went into school because Justin Bieber told him to do it. That's pretty frightening, especially, you know, for parents of high school kids, elementary school kids. Lawrence Adamchek, 49 years old, from Rockford, arrested yesterday at Riverside Brookfield High School. Police say he admits he was heading to the Brookfield Zoo looking for young boys to have sex with. But as he walked by the school, he said... By the way, anytime an article says, like, he said he admits he was trying to fuck little boys, it's like, what did he not admit? <laughs> like, when you get picked up, is that what you lead with, dude? Is, look, we're picking you up. You know why we're here? Uh, cause I was trying to fuck little boys. Well, goddamn, we were here cause you was trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to tell you the park closes at nine, but, uh, shit. got a brainwave message from pop star Justin Bieber telling him to go inside. So he said he got a brainwave message from Justin Bieber telling him to go inside the school. You know how it is, guys. School security spotted him looking suspicious and called police. When officers arrived, he was sitting in the bleachers watching a boy swim meet. He had a duffel bag strapped across his chest, and he later told police he had been masturbating. He's now charged with criminal trespass and disorderly conduct. This individual is obviously disturbed. Hopefully the guy can get some help, but either way, the children are safe, the children are protected. I, I like that he's the most honest pedophile ever. Like somewhere, he's still concerned about the children. Yeah, somewhere Chris Hansen is like, this shit would have saved me so much time, dog. <laughs> like it's just, nigga got straight to the point. Yes, I was masturbating. I had a bag. I was watching the boys swim. It's like, well, shit. Open the shut case. We can go get lunch. Thanks. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. There's those outliers that you can't control. The Riverside Police Chief says he doesn't understand why Adam Check was not required to register as a sex offender even though he has a long history of similar crimes. He was just paroled in December after groping several men while they worked out at a fitness center in St. Charles. In this case, police... Now, how did that happen? How did... <laughs> what the hell? He groped several men, not like one, not two, several. He was on a rampage. Like, who stands... He was walking around and grabbing doing a figure eight and groping men. I want to know who was man number four. You know, like, was man number four? like maybe man number one, two, three, maybe you get caught off guard. You go, oh, he must know that guy that he just grabbed his balls. And then number two is like, you know, oh, shit, it's a pattern of being established. He's grabbed my balls, too. 
and number three maybe he's into it or some shit or maybe he thinks it's some type of rite of passage or he's a doctor checking each other's nuts but number four gotta be like hey man three people have had their balls wrapped <laughs> and none of them look happy about it at and all this dude's coming towards me like how is this dude even alive at this point like it seemed like in his mugshot he wasn't even fucked up it seemed like somebody would have fucked him up at any yeah, other place i think at a gym if you were to grope me and i'm working out i'm i'm pretty much i'm at least punching you at least right at the very least you're gonna get punched like there's no there's no talking about it it's like when you grope so when you grope me or grope anyone are you groping another man it's a it's a firm decision like it's clear what's going on here i'm not confused it's time to fight now i now have to like either kill you or beat you within an inch of your life i blame i blame hate crime legislation man that's what it is. Like everybody had to take a second. They were right. They had to figure out what side of the law they was on. It's like, hold up now. If they grab you now and I hit, hold up now. I just can't. Is it that I just can't call him a slur, but I can hit him or is it, oh, he grabbing nuts. Shit. I was thinking too long. Right. It's like, I'm going to just call the police and get a ruling before we whoop this dude's ass. Like. Maybe he had a scam where he was saying he was checking for a testicular cancer, you know? Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm screening for testicular cancer. It's okay. I mean, just fun nuts for a little bit. And, he was, you know, he got away with it until finally somebody's like, hey, where'd you get your degree from? He's like, what? And he got busted. <laughs> right. Uh... What What degree? Well, what, 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 where's your gloves at, sir? Uh, anyway, man, guess the race of, uh, uh, what was this dude's name that said, uh, Justin Bieber got in his fucking brain and made him do this? Good grief, man. What an asshole. Lawrence Adamzek. Adam Check. Guess the race. I feel bad for, for, for Justin Bieber. You get blamed uh... for a lot of shit. This one seems easy. Man, he is definitely white. All right. Yeah. This is white. All right. Chat room says one who prefers to spread his cheese on Sandusky crackers instead of Rick's cheese and mayo enthusiast to catch a cheesy predator white. Extra honest. I didn't know I couldn't do that white. This dude was real honest. Missing Chris Hansen. Do you like cheese at the swimming white? Flower child. A guy who looks like Mike D'Antonio. I think it's just Mike (laughs) D'Antonio. It's just Mike D'Antonio. That's a tank. <laughs> Let me write that that's one down, just, Phil. That's just hatred. I don't understand. <laughs> well, you know, he couldn't have been Mike D'Antoni because he wouldn't have got on no D. You know, you don't, you don't, do, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, Dr. Clove says black. Uh, easy peasy, very cheesy. Um, Wait, someone thought he was black? Uh, Dr. Clove from Chonilla. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he thinks black. he's a black man. Clove. Black. Are you just saying that because no one else is? Well, the correct answer is... White, of course he was white. Come on, yeah. man. Come on, y'all serious? Black people don't do shit like this. Yeah, um, clothes kind of sucks. Sh- don't get away with that. Shirley Sharp on her racism. I have never walked into anywhere looking suspicious and not been talked to immediately. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, all right, next guest to race article. Uh, this one's kind of crazy too. Uh, reading this one earlier, apparently four people in Chicago got child got got charged in a double strangulation. Oh yeah, yeah. Two times. That, How is that possible? Did you say four people? Four got people charged got charged in a double strangulation. About to find out how. So four divided, four divided by two, or two divided by four. That leaves a half a strangulation. Yeah, person. everybody got got him a, a piece. <laughs> got him a half. It's like one hand, and then you put one hand on. All right, here we go. <laughs> that guts Richard feeling as parents get. Our heart just dropped in our stomach, and we was panic stricken. 
It was Wednesday night when 22-year-olds Eric Glover and Terence Rankins left Rankins' Joliet home together. That's the last time their loved ones saw either of them alive. How could they do this to my son? I mean, you hated my son that much. By Thursday evening, when neither came home, their families called police, who hours earlier had been called to the 1100 block of Hickory Street. According to police, the scene inside was unspeakable. Both Glover and Rankins had been strangled. And according to published reports, there had been an attempt to dismember the bodies, making <gasps> it even more bizarre. Three of the suspects were allegedly playing video games when police arrived. The three were Shit. arrested and charged with murder, along with a fourth person who left the home oh my god now see as a member of n-i-g-g-a this is what i'm scared of this type of salacious media hype where they try to blame people that play video games for killing everybody it's bullshit that's an inconsequential detail and obama is trying to shut us down and take our rights i'm just so distraught that they was they had was not eating cheetos Mm-hmm. Shortly before police got there, they are 18-year-old Alyssa Mazzaro, 18-year-old Bethany McKee, 24-year-old Joshua Minor, and 19-year-old Adam Landerman, who's confirmed to be the son of a Joliet police sergeant. He is Damn. 22 Shit. years old. He did not get to live his life at all because of some sick people. It leaves me empty. I'm numb. My daughter, you know, she, she that's her dad, and now she don't got no dad no more. And I don't know what to tell her when she asks, you know, Mommy, where's Daddy? That's right. Now, guess the race of the four killers. Man, uh, man. It's not as easy as you thought, is it? It was the first one was a gimme. Black, like, it's going to get out the way. Victims are black, that's. Okay, so you're going with the victim being black, but what about the killers? It was four of them. They're all the same race. Uh, judging from the names, heard a lot of Joshua's, heard of Adam. I'm, I'm going white. <laughs> what about you, Nova? I'm going, uh, I want to go everybody who's white. Everybody white. All, all right. of them are white. Er- everybody white. Let me check the chat room. Even see the investigators, the police, everybody's white. We got a lot of people in the chat room, so forgive me if we skip over some of the guesses. I can't get them all. Uh, that's some Chief Keith, Keith Lamron shit, Jigaboo. I say throw away the Bills Blacks, Black Killers. The killer was Bill Simmons White. Blacker than straight out of low cash minus Teddy and Blackface in the NWA video. Aww. When Jackass skits go wrong, White. Deer Hunter White. White Chief Keith fans who's mad he's in jail. Aww. Uh, in corn fused, uh, I'm confused on this one. Guessing trailer park. <laughs> uh, uh, erotic asphyxiation. That's not a race. The correct answer is white. The white killers of two black men that left the house and came back yeah. dead. Well, they never came back, but you know, so was this I mean. something that turned into like a, a hate crime? Or are they going to try to try it as a hate crime? Or I don't know. It, it was Chicago. Maybe. That's crazy. Maybe for these white people, niggers were that shit that they don't like. Um, let's go to the next one. <laughs> you know what? And, they, and I think that represents they were playing video games, baby. So were they part of your community? Um, this is a guess the race, but um, they weren't part of NIGGA. I'll tell you that much, Karen. Those are illegal video games. Ah! And that's why we don't need laws because you can't protect ourselves against the illegal video games. Um, Pat Robertson did a lot to uh, advance 
marital uh, bliss the other day. Uh, let's get everybody's thoughts on this shit. Let me play this video. I thought it was special. You know, a woman came to a preacher that I know. It's so funny. And she was awful looking. I mean, her hair was all torn up and she was overweight and looked terrible, clothes bad and everything. And uh, she said, oh, Reverend, what can I do? Uh, My husband has started to drink. And the preacher said, Madam, if I was married to you, I'd start to drink too. Oh, my. I want to know what kind of preacher that is, by the way. That doesn't sound like some bad advice. The one that drinks? We need to cultivate romance, darling, and it needs to be the men have got to be cultivating romance in the women. You, you, you always have to keep that spark of love alive. It just isn't something to just lie there. Well, I'm married to him, so he's got to take me slatternly looking. You've got to fix yourself up, look pretty, look alert. All right, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you guys agree with uh agree with that stance. High five him right now. Yeah, just hey. uh-huh. right, just because it's it's high five for having to say that. That's that's an eight year old man who just does not care anymore. Yeah, well, I'm assuming that if uh, <laughs> ladies, if your husband's giving in to gambling, uh, drinking, uh, infidelity, uh, being a bad husband, anything. Uh, step your game up, man. You just gotta look better, and it'll fix everything. <laughs> it's not his fault yeah, for being ain't shit because you didn't look good enough. Right. So he keeps hitting me in the face. Well, if you had on makeup, uh, <laughs> it'd make a difference. Then maybe you would care more not to hit you. Exactly. Yeah. So step your game up, ladies. Um, speaking of ladies needing to step the game up, uh, pregnant woman's presence at a Kansas City night school uh, nightclub led to a shooting. Uh, pregnant woman's water apparently broke after she started dancing at a nightclub early Saturday. Oh, wow. Now, Nova, <laughs> you're the only one on the show that has a pregnant lady at home. Would you let her go to the club? I know you still got a couple of weeks away from, would you let her go out and bust a move? Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll have to say no. Oh, it's a little too late for the book club. (laughs) Book club and bust a few moves, (laughs) but that's about it. The sewing club, knitting club. Yeah, shake it till it breaks. I'm talking about your water. Um, so uh, she had been uh she had been dancing at a nightclub every Saturday, sparking an argument that ended in a shootout. A 40 year old man was critically injured at 12:40 a.m. shooting outside of EB Bar and Grill on Main Street. A man not involved in the dispute was struck by a bullet in the buttocks <laughs> as he sat in his vehicle. Oh, shit. So you sit in your car and just get hit by a stri- Could you imagine you that? You sitting there going, it's something hot. I feel something hot in my ass. Did you feel that? This is the kind of shit my dad would talk about when he's like, nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. You're like, whatever, dad. I'm going to hang. Yes, I've heard that story before. They'd be like, the old black ass need to be in at the, yeah. after midnight. He'd be standing outside like uh, Denzel at the end of training day and shit. You shot me in the ass, Jake. <laughs> uh, investigators said the pregnant woman's situation prompted some people to take some, make some unkind comments about why she was at the club, which sparked an argument between two groups of men. I want to know who were the men that were trying to def- the, uh, defend it. And if what happened was that, uh, this is how I imagine it happened, right? Okay. Pregnant lady, <laughs> pregnant ladies dancing. Her water breaks. 
Now, of course, the first nigga to say something gonna be like, bitch, you fucking up my Nikes. It's always somebody ah. worried about their shoes in the club. It's like, why are you wearing your Jordans to the club? I just got these LeBrons. They were $700. I ain't even paid my rent yet. I'm fitting all kinds of stereotypes. Um, and then, uh, then the next person was like, man, how you gonna call that pregnant bitch a bitch, nigga? And then, then <laughs> people, st- it's like, well, the bitch at the club, she a bitch, nigga. I don't care if she is pregnant. It's like, man, it could be one of my baby mamas. It's like, shut it low. What is you doing here? And <laughs> next thing you know, they was just shooting at each other and shit in the middle of a fucking parking lot in, in Kansas City, man. I, I feel like that's the exact same, the exact scenario that, that occurred, dude. We had tape of it. That's what it would sound like. Um, anyway, the dispute, the dispute spilled outside along with her. Baby water. Yeah, it did. Well, gunfire was exchanged between a group outside the club and a group in a SUV. Uh, the police found. Go ahead. No one tried to take her to the hospital. No one was like, oh, she's in labor. They're all like, you know what? Let's just shoot each other. I care so much about her safety and her honor as a woman. I will shoot bullets at you while she dodges. Like. You're not going to insult this pregnant bitch. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, do, do you think she named the baby after the club since that's where the baby was uh, EB Bar and Grill? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She might have named them after, like, what occurred, like homicide or assault. Yeah. Multiple shootings. Right. This is Manslaughter Jackson, born at EB Bar and Grill. Uh, <laughs> I got a funny story about, you know, how you were born, baby. Let me tell you about the day we had you. Um, friends of the man had been yelling, shoot, shoot, shoot. Witnesses told police. <laughs> Those are good friends. Have your back. Uh, officers, uh, officers patrolling nearby stopped the fleeing SUV. Gang squad investigators later recovered a gun near 27th and Main Streets that think, they think someone tossed the gun from the fleeing vehicle. On Monday, U.S. attorney filed a felony possession charge against Sireno R. Irons, 23, saying he fired a 40 caliber gun from the SUV. He was on probation in Missouri for aggravated assault, according to the court. I don't even think I can guess the race. I don't have a picture of this dude, but I mean, oh, we can, do we really need uh, to yeah, guess the race? Yes. I think we can take a random <laughs> guess at this one. I, I feel like, feel like, uh, oh wait, I found this picture. All right, let's play guess oh. the race. Let's play guess the race. Uh, guys, that what, picture's what, classic too. What race do y'all think Serrano oh, R. Irons is? I got is? it. He's definitely, definitely Mexican. Mexican. All right. Oh. Let's go to the chat room and see what they think. A bunny whose natural habit, without a doubt, hundred percent. That sounds like a black man. I'm sorry. Leonard says a bunny whose natural habitat is the jungle. P Funk says <laughs> a a big lip wander and step and fetch it black. Uh, boss black baby Carlin label black Carlin label black a coon who yells out schoolboy Q lyrics yawk. keeping it real black ah. one who rests on a cacti with no signs of discomfort. I don't know what race that is. I'm assuming is that Mexican. Native American? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Django rechained. <laughs> blacker than underboob of Rick Ross, porch gorilla. Unfortunately, black. Mexican. The correct answer was nigga look black to Mexican. me. He looked black to me. You're going black. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, uh, uh he looked pretty black, man. He had he had those he had those uh he looked like uh, the lost member of Thuggish Ruggish Bone too. <laughs> ah! 
Like, yeah, like, the member that didn't make it when they went to toilet. Nah, you, you you ain't you ain't cool enough. Yeah, like the nigga today was like, you actually crazier than Busy Bone. You can't go. Um, we got this article. This isn't guess the race. This is just some fucked up shit that we had to talk about. Everybody knows on the blackout tips, we are against sword ratchetness in any form. And here's a case of it. 10 TV's Danielle Elias is back from the scene tonight where some neighbors say they're worried for their safety. Danielle? Chuck, police and neighbors both tell me it's common for disputes to spill out onto the streets of this hilltop neighborhood. But the folks I spoke with tonight say this level of violence and anger was much more than normal. Everybody was kind of out in their front yards, you know, just enjoying the day. It may have started out that way, but Jennifer Murphy tells us it quickly changed when an argument between groups of neighbors escalated. It's like screaming and hollering and, and you could hear a bunch of foul language going back and forth. There was arguing probably for about 15 minutes back and forth across the street. At some point, police say it got physical. They tell us at least one person assaulted another by cutting them in the head with a sword. That God damn! The person was taken to the hospital. But neighbors tell us they also heard shots fired. Like pop, 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 pop. You hear the shots fired. So is and guns. Were they fighting snake eyes and shit? I'm like, trying to tell you. How did this shit happen? It's like then Storm Shadow showed up and violated all the ninja code. He didn't give a fuck. You just grab your kids and you just run inside. Three month old son inside and what goes up must come down. So I ran inside and grabbed my baby, you know. Um, that's a moment where you just don't know what to say. Cause that, that's like saying, <laughs> right. That's like saying it is what it is. or some sh- You know how motherfuckers do that? <laughs> that's her. That's her. No, I'm saying dog. That's what that was. Yeah. They shooting the fights. Everything, everything. Like damn, nigga. Everything is everything. <laughs> right. Everything is everything. <laughs> it's all good. Actually, it's not all good. A nigga got chopped in the head with a fucking sword. <laughs> okay. I, I I love that like some some dude uh come home, oh honey, what happened? Uh police called me and said something happened on the block. Oh, uh, you know it is what it is. What goes up must come down. Every day you gotta make it rain, a little bit of sun must shine, silver lining on the dark clouds, you know what I'm saying, baby? He's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Tell me. <laughs> well, you know it is what it is. Sometimes, you know, play everybody gotta play the game, gotta get hundred ten percent. I don't know. Like I'm bitch, I don't get it. <laughs> Look at the news. Oh, she got someone got hit with a sword. Okay, it's crazy <laughs> that these kids out this this generation has to act like this. Police say the person who pulled the trigger wasn't involved in the actual assault. Instead, they say he fired the gun to break up the crowd. You see a damn. <laughs> America is the only place where it's like we use guns to break up violence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me use my my gun to end this sword violence by shooting into the air. <laughs> Shit. A lot of violence through here, but you don't ever see to where it's this bad. I mean, this is the worst we've seen it in a yeah. while. And while the shouting may have died down, neighbors tell us their fears of living on that block have only grown stronger. We got a three-month-old baby, and we got to take care of him, get him out of this mix. I want to get off the block. And detectives working this case tell me they're not sure yet whether anyone will be charged for this felony. All right, man. So that's that's the guest race for uh, for that one. Um, yeah, get off the block. Uh, I mean, y'all. I mean, I'm sorry. There's no guest race for that one. That's just the sword Aww. shit, man. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. 
all right but this is gasquerez this is a lot we're gonna do like two more articles to get out of here um a six-year-old boy who called his who called another child an unacceptable name oh not unacceptable at a date well they didn't say what it was at a daycare center i'm assuming it was cunt nobody likes that word anymore at a daycare center in mesa was punched in the chest by the mother's boyfriend according to a court document the attack on the boy was recorded on videotape at the center uh in 800 block of south alma school road on friday according to the court document on the video the child flies approximately four feet in the air shit (laughs) and lands directly on his buttocks and slides up a wall Oh shit! <laughs> Who busts this baby Superman? Also in the video, Smokey appears and says, "You got knocked the fuck out." I know. <laughs> the document said the little boy started crying and also urinating on himself after the attack. Of course. <laughs> oh, you really knocked the piss out that child. Worst day of his life, dog. Like, yeah. how you know what the good news is? You're six, and you already had the worst day of your life. Okay, it can only be uphill from here. You're never going to get punched four feet in the air, slide up a wall, and piss on yourself again. And then have it be a national story. Don't forget that part. Yeah, it did be nationally <laughs> recognized as the P-boy at your school. It's never going to happen again, dog. On Monday, the police arrested Javier Dwayne Rouse, 33, on suspicion of aggravated assault of a vulnerable child. That's right. A grown-ass man knocked a six-year-old out on camera. Rouse admitted to the police that he punched the boy, but said he didn't think he punched the child hard like an adult would be hit. You you knocked the piss out of this child. Skid that child up the side of a wall. Talk about you and knock him out like a grown person. Well, obviously, I guess I didn't know my own strength. I guess you didn't. Um, but yeah, man, guess the race of Mr. Uh, Javier Dwayne Rouse, 33, punching motherfuckers for talking shit to his kid. <laughs> Definitely black. All right. What about you, um, Andrew J? I'm going to go on the limb and go Hispanic. Hispanic. Because uh, of the name Javier. Okay. It sounds like a, it sounds like a Hispanic name. Let's check the chat room. Street fighting Ken Masters White. You go to jail now, nigger. A young Latin boy, Aww. Blacksican, Ken Masters White, okay. Uh, A-R-Yes, Cuban B, Mexican descendant of Goku, whiter than my ass, says Jeff. <laughs> Manuel Marquez, Hispanic, Holocaust denier. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's like Iranian or some shit. No, yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah, it's got to be Iranian. The uh, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. El Fuerte, Miles Morales, the Ultimate Spider-Man Mix, Latino, Tar Baby, Michael J. White in Mortal Kombat, Jax, um, he j- he just got his permanent resident card. Mexican, white, they discipline their kids. <laughs> Black of the Chill and Toya double dutching in the street while their mama's telephone cord uh, with their mama's telephone cord until the street light came on. Uh, Bruce Lee, yellow. Correct answer is. Black. Of course it's black dude, man. Can't I believe let that Javier throw you, dog. Come on. White people black. Yeah. no other race punches little kids at school <laughs> and, and and then be like and then be proud of the shit like, Yeah, I did it. Talk, I, I, I didn't hit him like a man. Yeah. I didn't hit him for real. Right. 
Shit, yeah, I would I hate that. for real. I like I, I I ain't hit that little bitch like it was a man. It's like, sir, just 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 come to come with us. That's some questions we'll ask. I do wonder yes. what he called him now though. Um, who knows? Uh, probably he probably uh, did call him a cunt again. I agree with right you. I think the N word got dropped. I think a little white boy called another little black kid the N word, and he just punched him in the chest. Don't be afraid to say he called him a nigger. Right. You don't yeah. have to be scared, Adam J. You're among your friends here. <laughs> uh, okay, but honestly though, it's, it does sound like it was a little white kid that said nigger to a, a little black kid. And then the little black kid was like, hey, he called me a nigga. And they just went in there and punched him in the chest. He did fulfill one of my wishes, though, man. Like, I've always wondered, how far could I knock a six-year-old if I had to knock him the fuck out? Pretty far. And, you know, 99.9% of us are never going to get to find that out. No. But this man knows four, four feet. feet. That, 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 that's that's <laughs> the range. Four uh, feet you know, that, on his ass and up a wall. That's that's the, the that's the goal. He had to pay for it forever. You know, if say that again, Jay. I'm sorry. So on the plus side, there's a tape of it. So yeah, and he's he got, got it on tape. tape. He's gonna be showing that shit around like Menace to Society. Yeah. And, oh. And I think that uh, if the obstruction of the wall hadn't been there, he'd have beat his four feet. Yep. Yeah, the baby might have bounced a little further. Here's another one. Let's, this is probably the last one. The alleged theft of a dollar twenty nine convenience store pastry has landed a Palm Bay man in jail for days. For a dollar twenty nine, <laughs> it costs more than that to get your ass out of jail. Oh, Florida! The man is accused of stuffing the iced honey bun down his pants and leaving a Seven Eleven store. Oh, a store manager saw the theft. And, wait a minute, Karen. Of all the shit we read on the show, <laughs> of all the horrendous fucking things that have happened to people today, stuffing a honey bun down your pants and shoplifting was the one that you went. Oh, yes, you messed up that perfectly good ass honey bun with your dick or your ass crack. Oh, that is terrible, Karen. I was thinking it was kind of a shame to go to jail for a honey bun. Yeah, we talked about little kids dying today, and Karen's like, not the honey bun, no. no. All right. The honey bun didn't do nothing to your dick, sir. People got strangled and shit. Karen don't give a fuck. <laughs> 7-Eleven loses one honey bun. Ready to shut the show down. Um, anyway, so they saw the theft, um, and they confronted the man who fled on a black bicycle. Palm Bay police in the area ah! saw the suspect on Aladdin Street and used a police dog. Isn't that ironic? Aladdin Street. Aladdin was a, a street thief, too. Oh, um, using but a police dog. had a flying carpet. He didn't. Right. He definitely didn't have a flying mm-hmm. carpet. And used a police dog they found and arrested the man in a wooden lot. A wooded lot next to some address I don't give a fuck about. The suspect, identified by police. <laughs> As Brandon C. Phillips, 18, was wearing the same gray sweatpants and his getaway bicycle was found between two houses nearby. A police report says the clerk identified the suspect as the pastry pilferer. Phillips faced misdemeanor charges of retail petty theft, resisting arrest without violence, and resisting in the recovery of merchandise. The honey bun was not found. Oh, honey bun got to be a terrible thing to steal anyway, because you're gonna leave fingerprints everywhere. Yes, you is. Like there's no way to get away with that crime. Uh, anyway, guess the race, guys. Mister Brandon C. Phillips, definitely white. White. What about you, Adjutant J? Yeah, sorry about that. My internet keeps dropping out. Oh, no problem. What'd you say? Oh, are we doing guess the race? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you hear the story or no? You, you must... I did hear the story. I heard, I heard up to Brandon C. Phillips. Okay, yeah. He stole the honey bun. They found him with his bike 
uh part between two houses the honey bun was not recovered yeah he put the honey bun in his drawers right uh so what race do you think brandon c phillips is uh, i'm gonna say brandon c phillips sounds white all right chat room says whiter than tate t.i's invisible girlfriend trailer park trash honey boo boo pookie in new jack city black he mistook the cream on the pun for what okay for crack i'm assuming black cop arrested for stealing a pastry black because cops arrested him for stealing a pastry okay his kryptonian name is cracker a grape kool-aid chemist (laughs) cracky blacky uh why are aspirins white say that again jay I was saying cracky blacky. I thought at first he was saying it was like a mix of white and black, but okay, never mind. I think they mean crackhead. Crackhead black yeah, person. Yeah, just confused me. Bubbles, GameStop store manager. I don't know what race that is, but I'm going with black. Black is Chief Keith's nails nail beds. Uh, Richard Simmons <laughs> while having a fat relapse, and lonely white guy who just wanted to imitate that scene from American Pie. Correct answer is black. Brandon C. Uh, Phillips is a black man setting us back boycott him color change yeah shorty low being on tv drove him to it he saw that trailer and next thing you know he's still in the honey but he didn't want to but he's black and stupid and he it's impossible for us to operate as long as bad things on tv i pray for you nova just don't watch any tv and you'll you'll be a good father and raise your kid Using Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, try not to, dude. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta comes back. I don't know what's going to happen to you. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad me and Roger don't have no kids because we yeah. already have greed. Our, first, our kids' first words be like, niggas. Yeah, I wouldn't raise them. <laughs> I wouldn't raise them. I couldn't. <laughs> I watch too much shit on TV and Color Change has it right. I can't raise a kid in this world mm-hmm. as long as Joe Buttons has that beard. All right, man. Well, look, this has been the Blackout <laughs> Tips Podcast. Um, I guess with Nova Giovanni, check out NovaGiovanni.com. Uh, check him out on Twitter. He's at Nova Giovanni, all one word, no spaces. It'll all be in the show notes. Um, but, uh, very funny dude, very funny website, and, uh, just a good brother, man. You know, we always like to work with good people, man. So thanks for doing the show, Nova. Thank you, thank you. Um, thanks for having me. I really appreciate y'all having No problem, man. No problem. Make sure y'all pick up his ebook. The miseducation of a nigger. Is it a nigger or the nigger? The miseducation of the nigger. The nigger with an A, not the E-R, y'all. Not the E-R. Got good relationship (laughs) advice out there? Yeah, got all kinds of good relationship advice. The common sense stuff for real people with real problems that they need to hear all the time. Also, man, make sure y'all keep up with Adjective J, man. He's only got three weeks left in the country before he goes to fight in a tournament to the death. (laughs) On a small island outside of North Korea to save the life of his brother and avenge his master. Mm-hmm. You already got your uh, what your Bruce Lee suit on? Do you black and yellow? You can find him at the adjective underscore J on Twitter. Listen to him on the Dream Team. Check out his blog, uh, fulltimenegro.blogspot.com. Uh, hope. Hey man, are you gonna have internet uh, in Korea or is that That's is it question. like China? Uh, is Did we already lose? Did we lose Adjective J? He already moved to Korea and lost his damn internet. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, if he comes back, I'll ask him that. But, um, yeah, make sure you check him out. Of course, we were sponsored today by Shadow Dog Productions. 
and they're a great uh page for us promoting our audio plays tbgwt so you go to shout out our productions.com uh slash tbgwt.html also adam and eve 50 percent off we use the code tbgwt you also get the free videos free shipping and free central gift Make sure you guys do that. It helps us out. If you're thinking about pulling the trigger on something with your tax return or before Black History Month, you want to celebrate it right, handle your business, do that for us. Uh, Agile J, man, um, are you going to have internet in Korea? <laughs> yeah, I should. Okay. All right. Just checking. I don't know if it's rules like China and shit, you know. Well, everything blocked. Yeah, no. it's uh, It'll be censored, but it'll still be internet. Okay. All That's right. That's why I'm saying I should. Okay, so that make you change it. You won't be the Negro majority anymore. It's gonna have to be something else. Yeah, I'll just be the pleasant black man, <laughs> full time African American. Um, but yeah, make sure y'all check them out, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming out today and the live show uh, and supporting the show, even though nobody's checking for TBGWT. Uh, we'll talk to y'all on Saturday morning. We we'll do the feedback show. You already know how to get to the about section of the site. Donate all that stuff uh, that helps support the show. Uh, we appreciate it. And um, until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Out the chair with the clippers, like Sean living, thinking, mm, I'm trying to get it like Sean get it. If Lord giveth a meal in the milk, like skinned it. It's slight blemishes in life system, but I'm giving the foundation when I write lyrics. The Anvil night heart minus bright knickers, maybe not quite the star, but my heart's in it. <laughs> when Brad Hart a sharpshooter well exceeding any figure four You see my figure more or less Six or more I invest in my lyrics And lungs in this voice I project My project is like what pros inject And niggas so fly should be drove in jets It's ironic they call me your fresh breath No joke You see them boys tie me to the skull, right? Toes, nigga, especially on your flows, nigga. Cause man, they keep on checking for me, especially all your hoes, nigga. Catch me on your doorstep. You see me, let me in. All I wanna do is eat. I'm like the freaky lesbian. No, all I wanna do is ball on TV, me ESPN. They heard I'm about to blow, so all my enemies say, let's be friends. And all these rappers know just where I'm about to go, so catch me then. Where all the
hood girls we knew that screen fuck you go let me in i'm definitely in a class of my own at dinner with home hoping that he passed the baton he just passed the patron ain't yes. nothing giving dog is earned if you just living dog you learn i let you niggas see the light i'm like the prison yard i yearn for that living loss but my mind ain't done yet sit back and watch your sunrise kick back and know your sunset forever i ain't run yet and never will nas told me life's a bitch pox said fuck the world and i ain't come yet you up yet my punchlines like gut checks i'm raw dog i'm rough sex i'm on deck i'm up next i'm god bless i'm success so fuck stress you can get the fuck from around me and if you're listening know you're wondering where the fuck they found me i'm from the veil boy hey wale good looking Another day up in my ES Wish it was an LS But elastic is my wallet Fuck it I don't be stressed like relax Muscles Your feedback ain't plusing But you can keep it running Like a muffler When we not in summer They like A-list actors They not no stunners Too much practice now for me to malfunction So any beat that function I breathe on and puncture Leave her like a female Vagina puncture Waiting Showing you her beauty If she's naked This like the view of a painting or a lake kid This just how beautiful my day is Beat me how I'm raising Off the capital from Nathan Capital I'm raising like I'm through punctuating Or shift keys or an eye placement Cause shift the keys get your capital raised up Motherfucker Babe, you know it gets no better than this It's like sunshine on a rainy day It's like a high, could you take me away? Take it away. I can't sing, but fuck it. This motherfucker.